You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. Retirees are among the highest and most unfairly taxed groups in America. And with the Biden administration piling trillions onto our national debt, those taxes could hit even harder. But it doesn't have to be that way. Join me, John Blanchard, every week for the Retirement Route. I'll be discussing tips and ideas to help you make your retirement as financially bulletproof as possible. And that includes strategies to keep the IRS out of your IRA. Check out the Retirement Route Saturday mornings, 8 to 10, right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A final farewell to a pope. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Benedetto. Benedict, faithful friend of the bridegroom. May your joy be complete as you hear his voice now and forever. Pope Francis presided over the funeral this morning in Rome for his predecessor who resigned a decade ago. Fox's Jonathan Savage was there. With Latin song and prayer filling the air of St. Peter's Square, Benedict XVI lay in a plain cypress wood coffin. The crowds applauded as it was brought before them. Following the Mass, to more warm applause, Benedict's body was taken inside the Basilica for a private burial in the crypt below. Well, a short time ago, that burial occurred. House Republicans will try for a third day to elect a speaker after a late night of negotiations, still deadlocked after six rounds of voting. Some of the 20 or so Republicans opposing Kevin McCarthy met with him last night. I would say trying to get to yes. McCarthy ally, South Dakota's Dusty Johnson, Florida's Matt Gates tells Fox News at night. If we got control of those key committees in the hands of conservatives, I think there are some of the 20 who might vote for Kevin McCarthy. Representative Gates and the others demanding rules changes and committee assignments. Fox's Jack Callahan amid a surge of COVID infections in China. Travelers from there flying to the U.S. have to show, starting today, proof of a negative COVID test. California is being hit by a storm. That continues to intensify and bring incredible amounts of rain and wind all along the coast of California and inland as well. Fox meteorologist Janice Dean, a baby was killed in Sonoma County when a tree fell on a home. There are flood warnings and evacuations in areas at risk of mudslides and nearly 200,000 power outages. The man accused of murdering four University of Idaho students could go to court there today after Brian Koberger was flown there to face charges from Pennsylvania. America's listening to Fox News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. 
While House Republicans remained at a standstill over whether to elect GOP leader Kevin McCarthy or not, the Senate's Republican leader, Mitch McConnell, took a trip with President Biden to Kentucky touting new infrastructure. I'm proud of what we've been able to accomplish working together for the people of Kentucky and Ohio and all these other commuters coming through here every day. The Brent Spence Bridge between Kentucky and Ohio has been considered functionally obsolete for decades. More than a billion and a half dollars will go to building a companion bridge. President Biden not only praised what's being done, but how it got done through the bipartisan infrastructure law. We can move the nation forward. We just drop a little bit of our egos and focus on what is needed in the country. The governors, Kentucky Democrat Andy Bashir and Ohio Republican Mike DeWine, worked together to make the project a reality. The president says partnerships like that can work all across America. Colonel Scott, Fox News. The president also said he'll take a trip to the southern border next week, something Republicans have been urging him to do amid a record surge of migrants crossing illegally. A sheriff is out of a job again in North Carolina. Columbus County Sheriff Jody Green resigned last year after a recording of racist comments he made was released. But he was re-elected to a second term anyway with 54% of the vote. That led County DA John David to relaunch his effort to get Green removed from office. The will of the voters should be respected, absent a compelling reason to do so. I have given uh, over 70 pages of what I believe is a compelling reason why he is disqualified from that office. And now Green is stepping down again. A judge hearing David's petition says the resignation announcement effectively ends the effort to remove Green from office. But David says he's opening a criminal probe into Green and deputies under his command. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed the day after big gains. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Officials with the Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development have opened the left lane of the I-10 bridge over the Evangeline Thruway. The lane was opened last night. There's still no word if and when the right lane or the exit lane of the bridge will reopen. Motorists are encouraged to choose an alternate route to avoid traffic congestion. Some Acadiana residents are asking police to look into a scam on the social media site TikTok. A man reportedly has contacted several Acadiana residents on that app saying he's living in a filthy motel and has suffered a series of tragedies, and he needs money. Lafayette police say so far no one has filed any type of a report about the man or about the allegations. Northside High School in Lafayette has a new principal. Perry Miles was appointed to replace Julia Williams in the post. Miles's first day in the new post was this past Tuesday. Nearly 100 Youngsville residents have signed a petition in hopes of blocking the proposed construction of a new gas station at the corner of Fortune Road and Schmemetterie. Concerned residents feel the new business will create an uptick in crime and create traffic problems for those who live in nearby neighborhoods. Congress remains in limbo. Uh, excuse me. Congress remains in limbo until a new Speaker of the House is chosen there have been several attempts. GOP leader Kevin McCarthy has been nominated several times. He's not garnered enough votes. Baton Rouge Congressman Garrett Graves says voting for speaker, unlike other issues, is one that is just a very lengthy process. 
This is one of the only times where in order to do a vote in the House of Representatives, they actually go through and call each person's name individually. So they call all 400, in this case, 34 names. Graves says not only does it mean there's not a figurehead in place, it also impacts House committee appointments as well. That you don't have committee chairs that have been chosen, the committees aren't populated, that no one really has authority to actually go out there and do their jobs at this point. Well, Senator John Kennedy says he's not running for the governor's post and will stay in Washington, D.C. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says his decision brings the focus back to where in the fall, about two dozen different politicians will consider a gubernatorial run. Kennedy kind of inserted himself into the conversation and put everyone's plans on hold until he announced. So now attention turns to other people, and now we're waiting on other people. But we're not going to wait long. Now, so far, Republican Attorney General Jeff Landry and independent personal injury attorney Hunter Lundy are officially running. Alford says Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser is expected to announce his candidacy on Tuesday which is his 64th birthday. He said that this decision is weighing on him, that, that he loves his current job and that it's a tough decision. But I think he may be leaning towards running. The next day on Wednesday, John Schroeder, our state treasurer, is expected to make his announcement. Now, Alford says Republicans, Mandeville Representative Richard Nelson and Slidell Senator Sharon Hewitt are others that are considering a run for governor. And with Kennedy, with Kennedy no longer a factor in the governor's race, Alford says the focus We'll shift to Baton Rouge Congressman Garrett Graves. He has been kind of flirting with the governor's race on and off uh, over the past year, and he has refused to kind of show his hand uh, in any way, shape, or, or form, and, and now he, he's certainly going to have to. Alford says now the only role that Kennedy will play in the governor's race is who he's going to endorse. As for Democrats, Alford says DOTD Secretary Sean Wilson and Chair of the Louisiana Democratic Party Katie Bernhardt are considering entering the race. New data from the U.S. Census Bureau shows Louisiana among the top states for population loss. According to the census, from summer of 2021 to last summer, the state lost nearly 37,000 residents. New Orleans demographer Greg Rigamer says the main reason they go is to make more money. We're 45th in median household income. Add to that rising crime in all of our cities, plus repeated hurricanes and other disasters, and people are struggling. And I think they're heading to states where they can make a more viable living. He feels the state will continue to lose more residents in the months ahead. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Well, drivers are seeing a spike in gasoline prices, but it shouldn't last too long. AAA's fuel gauge report says the state's price for a gallon of regular gasoline is up four cents from the previous day to $2.94. The winter storm right before Christmas shut down refineries, which has resulted in increases at the pump. But AAA fuel analyst Don Redman expects prices to fall in January and February because... Demand craters... uh closed down for the winter. Despite the recent increase, gas prices on average are about 10 cents lower than last year. I'm Jeff Palermo. A hot and dry weather followed by a late summer flood, then more hot and dry weather resulted in more than $500 million in crop losses for Louisiana farmers last year. LSU Ag Center economist Michael Delberto says that 
Parts of northeast Louisiana saw 18 inches of rain during a week-long period in late August. Uh, it came right when the soybean crop was hitting its peak maturity stages. Uh, so producers not only were penalized with yield reductions, but also saw a big quality reduction. Now the LSU Ag Center told the USDA that more than 800,000 acres of the soybean crop was damaged. That's 68% of the crop. That's $316 million in soybean losses. Alberto says the low Mississippi River water levels also made things pretty difficult. 60% of the grain that is exported from the U.S. comes through Louisiana. So that, that river is critical, not only for our crops, but also every producer in the U.S. that's growing grains uh, and oil seeds. And he says 2022 was a good year for sugarcane, but they're still trying to determine the extent of damage from the freezing temperatures that ended up visiting us on Christmas week. Louisiana, according to the latest USDA report, is actually forecasted to produce more sugar than Florida for the first time. And finally, LSU's Pennington Biomedical Research Center's DASH diet has received top rankings among U.S. News and World Report's list of best diets. Here's more on the story. DASH stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension and one of the developers, Dr. Catherine Champagne, says there's a reason the eating plan consistently makes the list. Because it had so much research behind it. And unlike fad diets that exclude food. The DASH diet actually is one that allows most everything in moderation. It ranks number two for best overall diet and number one in best heart healthy and diabetes diet. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And that's a look at news. Some spectacular weather across Acadiana today. Once again, looking at plenty of sunshine. Going to be nice and sunny all the way through the rest of the day here. Temperatures, even with the sunshine, going to be on the mild side. We'll be at about 70 degrees for that high today. Winds are going to come from the northwest at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. So nice and comfortable outside throughout the afternoon. Overnight lows going to be getting down into the mid-40s as we head into tomorrow morning. And another sunny day coming up for Friday. Temperatures going to be a little bit warmer by a few degrees, about 73 degrees in the afternoon. Winds eventually going to be shifting and coming in from the southeast. Does bring in some more moisture, a little bit of warmer weather as well, which we will experience on Saturday before a front comes through on Sunday, bringing some showers out there to end the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Remove wrinkles from your plans. Book your Botox appointment with Williamson Cosmetic Center, a top 50 provider in the nation at 337-735-3870. News Talk 96.5 KPL right now traffic. We do have a fender bender Renault Drive at Harry Street. That's Renault Drive at Harry Street. Make sure you're buckling up out there. Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. Good morning, Acadiana, and welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. 
Thursday edition of the show, and we have got so much happening in today's show. But first off, we got to welcome back Bernie from her long vacation. Bernie. Hello, sir. Welcome back. Thanks, man. Did it's you, good to be back. Did you enjoy the time? I did. I really did. There were lots of shenanigans. <laughs> so, you know, the right. shenanigans for me are yeah. like, ooh, hanging out with family and friends. Yeah. You know, really wild and crazy stuff. Uh-huh. Well, that's know. good. But yeah, great stuff. Glad to be back, though. Well, good deal. Excited to have you back in studio. So we are jumping right into it today. Ooh, yeah. We have Justin Santani joining us. Now, you know him for being a member of the school board uh, for the past nine years. But now he has announced a run for Lafayette Parish Tax Assessor. The announcement coming last night. He joins us in studio. First off, uh, congrats for jumping in the race. And second off, thanks for getting up so early with us this yeah. morning. Well, good morning, guys. Thank <laughs> you for having me on this early. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right. You know, um, it became official yesterday. You're throwing your name in the hat for Lafayette Parish Tax Assessor. Uh, Conrad Como has been our assessor for quite a while now, and he has decided not to run for re-election, opening things up, and you've decided to put your name in the hat. Yeah, you know, I'm really, really excited. The, the bottom line is I enjoy helping people, and that's what my term on the school board has taught me because being on the school board means helping children, helping families navigate their educational experience, and this is just an extension of that. Combined with my professional experience working in data and technology in the finance industry, mm-hmm. I think it's a great intersection of my, uh, my skill set that will allow me to continue to help the families of Lafayette Parish. Well, as you said in your announcement, you said, they tell me I'm just the nerd for the job. <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs> that is correct. Uh-huh. I love that. So you love crunching the numbers, huh? Well, you know, look, what gets me out of bed every day is, is tax policy and finances on the school board. You know, yeah. we we implemented the, f- the fiscal transparency website, LafayetteCheckbook.com, so mm-hmm. that our taxpayers could see where every penny was being spent in the school system. Mm-hmm. It's all about protecting family property values. Uh-huh. You know, the the home is the largest purchase that most of our families in Lafayette Parish will make. Mm-hmm. And we have to be very diligent and very careful, especially in the current real estate market, mm-hmm. that we're not going to be assessing property at the top of an inflated market. Because yeah. our families, they need to be able to, if, if they need to, get the money out of their property that they've put into it. Now, this is very much, uh, I would say, a behind-the-scenes kind of a job. This is one that, you know, it's very quietly done. Um, you know, we'll see who else uh, jumps into the race and see how much of a race this does become. But this is really a, a job that, when it's not election time, you really a lot of times don't hear that much about it. Which is probably something that you wouldn't mind. No, it's a this. it'll be a it'll be a nice change of pace for <laughs> sure. But uh, it's it's so fundamental uh-huh. to the functioning of local government. You know, we talked. I just talked about making sure we're not assessing property at the top of an inflated market. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, those people who have purchased homes and and recently moved into Lafayette Parish and those that were here before, they will expect their local council and their local mayors to deliver roads and bridges and drainage. Yeah. And that's where the property taxes, that, those are the projects that property taxes fund. So, yeah. you know, it's, it, if, if we have an assessor who is, is not able to deliver and execute the job in a timely fashion, then many, many different areas of government will, will suffer. Have you uh, gotten the chance to sit down with uh, Conrad and just talk with him about, you know, the, the details of the job and such? I have. You know, it's, a, it's an interesting thing because there's probably five people in Lafayette Parish that like to talk about tax policy as much, <laughs> as, much as me and Conrad. <laughs> um, I don't know that anybody would really like to, they would certainly go to sleep pretty quickly if they, if they heard us talking. <laughs> what are, what is some of the insight that he's been able to give you about it? 
So it's really the different needs of the different communities. Uh-huh. You know, the the great thing about Lafayette Parish and what makes it, I think, such an inviting place to live is that we have so many different options for city living that each offer their own pluses and minuses, right? Mm-hmm. And if you want to live in an urban core with a downtown, you know, I think Lafayette is your is your choice. If you're if you're a young couple with young children, then maybe the Youngsville Sports Complex with their athletic, their youth sports leagues and and their homes. It, yep. It's just each community has its own different needs. Yeah. And I think that's where the assessor's office really plays a role in helping those communities and those municipalities develop their long-term plans and how they're going to fund whatever projects they need to fund. When you talk about projects and such, and um, there are many people that bought homes in Lafayette Parish with the mindset of, okay, uh, buying in an area that is ripe for and has plans for more construction that'll only bring up their property value. Oh, and that, and that's the thing, right? Uh-huh. I mean, we're the only major city in South Louisiana that hasn't been hit by a hurricane. I'm going to bang yeah. on this desk, uh, yeah. right? But Please, yeah. yeah. But but because of that, we've seen a tremendous influx of population from Lake Charles and Homa and, and Baton Rouge and New Orleans. And so, you know, it's a it's a tremendously attractive place to live. And with that mm-hmm. comes certainly new construction, but also rising home values. So you have a little bit of the challenge of, you know, campaigning for this position that you seek. And you're also in your final uh, year of the your school board. School board. I also have a job. And you also have a job as well. <laughs> you got, so you, you got a lot of uh, balancing act. Plus, plus you've got the most important job of all, and that's being a dad and being a, a husband as well. That's right. And look, you know, my final year on the school board, it, it's going to be it's going to be pretty important because we just started moving dirt at Lafayette High School oh, yeah. to, to build yeah. that new school. A dirt, so huh? a lot of dirt. That's right, Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and so it, there's I'm a excited. there's a lot to take care of this year. But I'm I'm just so excited and invigorated to to have this opportunity. All right, uh, Justin Sintani, he is running for Lafayette Parish Tax Assessor. Uh, I want to give you the final minute to say what you want to say to the listeners. You know, the my term on the school board where we have built will have built two new high schools. Mm-hmm many, many different wings at different campuses. And ultimately, by the end of the term, we'll have removed 75% of the portable buildings on our campuses, which seemed like such an unachievable goal Mm. nine years ago. But we did that through fiscal responsibility. We did that through being transparent with the public. And most of all, we did it without raising any taxes. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I'm tremendously proud of. It's it's part of my nature to be a, a problem solver. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to bringing that kind of diligence and that kind of public service to the assessor's office. Well, and in that same vein, do you want to mention LafayetteCheckbook.com as well as something that you've been a part of? Well, absolutely. LafayetteCheckbook.com, which you can go every morning and see what we spent money on the day before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it updates every night. It's the first of its kind at the local level. Every government entity should have it yeah. exactly I, that way. It, they, they should. They should. It, it has been uh, great for me personally on the school board to be able to, to, be able to work work on financial and financial issues without taking up our staff's time. It's great for the public. And Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's not our money. It's the taxpayers money. They should be able to see where it's spent. All right, uh, Justin, thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you guys. All right. KPL news time is six 25. We'll take this break. We've got a brief look at news coming up. Breaking news, traffic troubles as they happen, and your Acadiana forecast, just one tap away on the free KPL News app. Download it today in the App Store and Google Play. 
safety. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Gary Sullivan from At Home with Gary Sullivan. I can help you with projects around your home. I'll give you tips on energy and water conservation. I'll save you some money and make you more comfortable. If your next project is painting, well, I'll give you tips on how to prepare the surface, the type of paint to use, and tips to make that project go easier. We'll take your calls, so join me on At Home with Gary Sullivan this weekend. At Home with Gary Sullivan, Sundays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Football is here and we've teamed up with Restoration One for something that will make any fan yell, who dat? We want to send you and a guest to NOLA for an NFL experience that you'll never forget. It's the ultimate who dat experience. And we're giving you the chance to see New Orleans play up close and personal, live from the plaza level of the Caesars Superdome. Score a pair of tickets to Dome Home Games, as well as a pair of passes to hang out with DJ Digital at the official VIP tailgate, a fully catered pregame party put on by Bullseye Event Group, with free food and an open bar on the rooftop patio of Benson Tower overlooking Champion Square. And thanks to our friends at Legends Bar and Grill, even when the black and gold are playing on the road, you can still celebrate black and gold style at home with a Legends Tailgate prize pack. Beat the squad with 10 burgers, 10 wraps, and 20 bags of chips. You can enjoy at a Legends location or on the big screen at the house. The weekly deadline to enter will be Thursday at midnight. You only need to enter once per game, but every week will be a new opportunity for you to win. All you need to play is the KPL News app. So download it now and enter to win today. Restoration One is your local business to help with any water, fire, and mold damage. Call 337-RESTORE. That's 337-RESTORE to get your property back to its full glory. News Talk 96.5 KPL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. From KPL Newsroom, on am Senator John Kennedy has decided to not make a run for the governor's office this year. He'll instead stay in Washington. Kennedy's announcement means that we can expect a flurry of political announcements over the next few weeks. Louisiana will choose a new governor in October of this year. Officials with Louisiana DOTD have opened the left lane of the I-10 bridge over the Evangeline Thruway. The lane was opened last night. There's still no word if and when the right lane or the exit lane of the bridge will reopen. Motorists are encouraged to choose an alternate route to avoid congestion. Well, if you're looking to lose weight in the new year, you might want to consider the DASH diet from LSU's Pennington Biomedical Research Center. The weight loss program was ranked high on a U.S. News and World Report list of best diets in the country. Some Acadiana residents are asking police to look into a scam on social media that comes from TikTok. A man reportedly has contacted several Acadiana residents on the app saying he's living in a filthy motel and has suffered a series of tragedies and he needs money. Lafayette police say so far no one has filed a report about the man or the allegations. Nearly 100 Youngsville residents have signed a petition in hopes of blocking a proposed construction of a new gas station at the corner of Fortune Road in Schmemetery. The concerned residents feel the new business will create an uptick in crime and create traffic problems for those who live in nearby neighborhoods. Northside High School has a new principal, Perry Miles, appointed to replace Julia Williams. Miles' first day in the new post was this past Tuesday. You're up to date. I'm Bernadette Lee. 
Some spectacular weather across Acadiana today. Once again, looking at plenty of sunshine. Going to be nice and sunny all the way through the rest of the day here. Temperatures, even with the sunshine, going to be on the mild side. We'll be at about 70 degrees for that high today. Winds are going to come from the northwest at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. So nice and comfortable outside throughout the afternoon. Overnight lows going to be getting down into the mid-40s as we head into tomorrow morning. And another sunny day coming up for Friday. Temperatures going to be a little bit warmer by a few degrees, about 73 degrees in the afternoon. Winds eventually going to be shifting and coming in from the southeast. Does bring in some more moisture, a little bit of warmer weather as well, which we will experience on Saturday before a front comes through on Sunday, bringing some showers out there to end the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Six thirty-six on Acadiana's Morning News, and welcome back. And all right, so Bernie, uh, while we uh, wait on Acadiana's history professor, yes, sir, uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to to join. to bring some great stuff for us this yeah, morning, yeah. So there's been a lot that's been happening over the last week, Uh-oh. you know, while you've been right. gone. Uh, and but one of the announcements was made yesterday, okay, as uh, it came out that John Kennedy is not going to run for governor. Oh, Are you on. shocked? I am so shocked. <laughs> Not. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so John Kennedy, you know, it, it kind of felt like over the last couple of weeks that things were trending towards him not running. Mm. And because I don't think that they anticipated the blowback that they got from uh, from voters that said, no, don't do it. Let Jeff run. You stay where you're at in the Senate. It's where we need you. And that's what people were saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, they didn't expect that kind of a blowback. And then once they got it, it was like, wait a minute, maybe we should just stay put. I think that probably is part of the equation. Mm-hmm. And then I also think there was some of the yanking of the chain. Uh, because I think that's what you do in politics. Yeah, yeah. To stay relevant. Got you. Um, kind of putting it out there. So to, Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you. I mean, that's just my thought process on it. Mm-hmm. I could be completely off base. Um, I think Kennedy is such a well-liked guy yeah. that he could say, um, you know, hey, I want to run for this. Um, and people would be like, yes, we love you, but stay in your position yes. as senator. Um, and I think they've always known that. But mm-hmm. I think you also need to put yourself out there a little bit. So Shake it up and show yeah. that support in my in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm just but, glad we finally have an announcement because well, now we know. Because look, we're yeah. going to start having people announce now. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many of them, mm-hmm. but oh. Billy Nungesser is going to announce that that's going to happen for sure. You know, and here's my thing: uh-huh. I if I don't care, people have to go to the polls and vote. Uh huh. But I I just do find frustration. I don't care whether you're in the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Get together, beat each other up in a room, and figure out who's going to go. Okay, mm-hmm. we, we've got this open primary system, mm-hmm. which in my mind is great. Because right. when I go to the polls, I want to be able to vote for whoever I want to vote for. Uh-huh. 
So that's why I've always been in favor of an open primary system. Mm-hmm. But I also can see the benefits of having a closed primary system. Yes. Um, because you got all these people on both sides of parties. And um, so all they end up doing is, you know, making a path for someone else who maybe in the end is, is less popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and is ultimately not the right choice. Yeah. I mean, I but, but, you know. Yeah. Who knows? I am glad, you know, that that um, that we do have a great process, uh-huh. you know, that anybody can just step up and say, hey, I'd like to run for such and such office. Mm-hmm. I think that part is great. I understand why the people who are going to sign up are signing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they all need to get into a room and bash it out, quite yeah. frankly. Well, and, you know, it would have been odd, too, to see him run. Uh, uh, you know, against the Republican Party of Louisiana's endorsed mm-hmm. uh, person that they've endorsed in Jeff Landry. Mm-hmm. So, but here we go. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, it's so typical Louisiana. It is. And it it's is. like football season all year, so it's super extra fun. All right. All right. Now, so, yeah, let's go ahead this? and get this thing started. All right. All right, Bernie, now that you're back, I think we need to get you to do the proper introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in the KPL audience, we are now joined by Acadiana's history professor. Thank you. Hey, Bob. Thank you. Thank you so much. By the way, you're going to laugh at this. Uh, My little boy says like a new word every day. Yeah. Guess what his new word was yesterday? Uh, King Bob. Bob. Well, no, uh, just Bob. Just he Bob. just just randomly Bob. I said Bob. I said, are you talking about the Bob I'm seeing tomorrow? Just Bob. I was like, okay, Bob. Bob. Hey, Bob. Uh... So who knew among one year olds your popularity yes. uh, was soaring, sir? <laughs> That uh, I'm sure there's something yeah. more to be said about that. <laughs> he you, must, kind of you know what me. it was? He must have overheard me talking to my wife when I had pulled out the great spreads that you gave me, and I was using it on my toast. And I said, "Yeah, that's Bob from you know the professor yeah, from, from the states." Yes, I'm, uh-huh. I'm sure. May yes. I ask a question yeah, about absolutely. the delicious butters? Yes. Yo, yeah, yes, definitely. Uh, for when one purchased this uh, this item, let's say we have a small container of delicious right butter of butter right. Uh, um, because I didn't look, because yes. I, I think I'm just, <laughs> while on vacation, quite lazy. Oh, no. Uh, it's been sitting in your, on your counter for two weeks? No, no, not oh, on the counter. Oh, okay. It's been in the fridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. So how, how long does one typically think that a product such as this might last? Because <laughs> oh, I might it, have to go home and just have some butter bread for lunch. That's oh, what goozy. I figured. Good, good. All right. Yeah. Okay, good to know. I have partaken in all three of the of the uh, <laughs> different so spreads, and they are very good. <laughs> all right, well that's yes. good. I, I, Although I'm I like still hearing that, I'm still trying to figure out the tomato one. What that would go well on? I've tasted it; it tastes great. I'm trying to figure out what it would go well. So that's on. a pasta. That's a that's a pasta <laughs> sauce. That's a pasta sauce. Okay. I was like, wait a minute, I did, it looked like it was a spread amongst the other ones. Well, so it's a pasta sauce. Right. Okay. So I will keep that in mind next time I have pasta. And put so that now, on I, now I know what okay. your son was overhearing you say. Yes. What the the heck is Bob yes. thinking? <laughs> this, this sauce he gave me. Yes. It's not a butter at all. Not at all. Not no, at all. Now, not. the other two were, though. The other two were. Right. Butters. I gave you I gave you mm-hmm. two butters. Yeah. That's right. I got to tell you. It's really good. Good stuff. 
All right, that's yeah. good. That's okay. going to be a new venture for me in uh, in 2023. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Look, we- man, I thought you just got, like, exotic with your spreads. I was like, <laughs> this one's interesting. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to put it on, but it tastes Tomato really good. Basil? Yeah. Tomato basil? Tomato basil butter? Ooh. I'm like, should we use that for the charcuterie board? I don't know. Like- <laughs> use some dipping sauce now. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, but you know, you could toast that bread. And, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, I There's mean, options you could make it work, but I have a feeling that's, that's you weren't not, making yeah. it work. No, I wasn't making it work. I was like, man, I got to figure out what to use that for. All right, there you go. Well, and and since we're talking about this, I'm actually um, very, very happy about my latest um, food creation uh-huh. and yeah. the, the, the sauce that I've come up with. I really think it's my best yet. And it is a spicy vodka and sausage sauce. Oh. And actually, I'm going to be unveiling it for the first time at the farmer's market this weekend. Very it is, cool. It really is, I think, the best the best thing I've ever made. I think that probably um, would have to be yes. Yes. <laughs> it just sounds so delicious. No, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Oh, my yeah, goodness. I had, so I had gone on vacation mm-hmm. um, to Houston, and one of the things that we did is went to a couple of Italian restaurants, mm-hmm. and one of the dishes that I had was this rigatoni with spicy vodka and sausage sauce. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, I'm well, going to go home. I can do this better. Uh, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> anyway, so whether I did it better or not, I don't know. But I did it as, as good as I can do anything. Well, that sounds like that's enticing and well, fun. Well, shoot, I'm going to go cook some noodles and take that sauce and put it. I blame Mark Pope, by the way, because he didn't give me that explanation. He said, hey, there's some spreads in there. Right. And they're for you. I was Character. like, oh, okay. <laughs> what do you call that sauce, by the way? I forgot what you wrote on the the. I, I rose, I'm not sure which something. oh rose yeah oh, rose, rose. Yeah, that rose. that is that that's a tomato cream sauce that is rose tomato cream that's one of our our top sellers okay. at, at the at the at delizioso the pasta bo- uh, sauce booth Whoa. at the at the Yummy. farmers market. Thank you for the very unique Christmas gift. A lot of people that like that sauce. Absolutely. I like the sauce. It's huh? <laughs> like a skit from Saturday Night Live. We need to do an on location <laughs> at the farmers at the market. Farmers market. Yeah, yeah. Except that it's Saturday and <laughs> neither of you yeah. wants to get up with me at five thirty on Saturday. Mm, I mean, no. we can do 5.30 on Friday, Never but I don't know about <laughs> So what we got on the agenda for today, Bob? All right, so we've I've got a couple of uh, famous sayings or, or you know, turns of phrase yeah. and their historical origins. Mm-hmm. So this, again, it goes to this whole idea that we're, we're connected to to centuries past, even in our common language. And fun? the idea occurred to me when we did a couple of weeks ago, the, the kid that had been uh, kidnapped, right? And, mm-hmm. and the saying, don't take candy from strangers, actually came from that, mm-hmm. um, that incident. And so there, there's so many things like that in that same sort of world. Yes. Um, all right. And so, <laughs> so the first one is turn a blind eye. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Okay, what is okay. the origin so, of that? So, I mean, what, what what do we know turn a blind eye means? Turn a blind eye means willful refusal to acknowledge particular reality, right? You just turn a blind eye to that reality and ignore it and keep going. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it actually goes back to 1810. Oh. 1810, and a British naval figure, Horatio Nelson, is in a naval battle. And his superior decides that he is he is uh, outnumbered 
on the battlefield, on the ocean, as it were, with his ships. Uh -huh. And he flags to him, because he can't talk to him, right? He, he flags to him that he needs to stand down and move away and don't engage in this battle because mm -hmm. you're outnumbered and this is a bad idea for you, Horatio, mm -hmm. so don't do it. Well, Horatio was, only had one eye. And so he lifted his telescope up to his blind eye uh, and he looked out at his superior for his message and he said, well, I, I don't see him saying anything, so I'm going to go forward anyway. Wow. And he did, and it, he ended up actually being victorious in this. But that is so. So anytime you say I'm going to turn a blind eye to that or don't turn a blind eye to that, you're actually invoking Horatio Nelson and his his lack of an eye in 1810. Wow, what a, what a great piece of history, isn't it? It's, and how we have carried uh, that forward, right? And we yes. just use these things and, and, and don't, don't think about ever them. really think about them, right? But I mean, we're not connected to something five, ten, six six years ago, but hundreds of years ago, right? And Hundreds and hundreds of years ago, in the case of white elephant. Okay, so tell us more. So, what is a white elephant? Uh, it's what we played on Christmas. It's a yeah. game on Christmas. Yeah. Right? Okay, it's 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 something. It's it's a a, a burdensome possession, oh. right? Something okay. that you want to yes. get rid of. Yes. But, uh, all right, and so this goes all. This goes back to Thailand, centuries and centuries ago in Thailand. So forever, a white elephant, an actual white elephant, is a sacred item in okay. Thailand. A sacred mm -hmm. animal in in Thailand, mm -hmm. and. A, a a king or a ruler would use the white elephant then as a passive-aggressive gift oh, yes. to an okay. underling or someone uh -huh. who had slighted him. Okay. Uh -huh. Because if you had a white elephant, yeah. it was very expensive to take care of it, right? Oh. Because this is not just some oh. decrepit old animal that you yeah. throw off to the side. This right. is a sacred white elephant, and wow. it requires a certain amount of attention and uh, housing and food. And so it could easily bankrupt the person who had it. And so it oh. would be given as a... Uh, a passive aggressive, <laughs> that's very passive quote, aggressive quote, gift man. to someone who uh, you then expected it would ruin them, and even if it didn't ruin them, it would require them to expend a lot of their resources, money and resources um, on it. Upon that's it, wow. so right when you go to your, when, well, I guess people just had their their white elephant. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, we did exchanges, and, uh -huh. and yes. that's, that's where it comes. I from, ended up from with a waffle maker. <laughs> I ended up with like this really cool. Um, uh, big mug that can charge up like um it keeps it it you changes temperatures to whatever you want you can set the temperature on it oh. and it has a, a a USB as well okay it's like a super Seriously? that like sounds a, like a good gift it so is they all good gifts he won he yeah, won. won yeah 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 he totally won everybody liked Me? it except Not for so much everybody loved their gifts except for my brother who ended up with home decor <laughs> <laughs> And if you knew Josh, bless this nest was his oh, home decor. Bless this he nest. said, "Yes, I'll go hang it up right away." Oh, Josh, <laughs> poor dude. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, are we shedding crocodile tears for Josh? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes, we are. So big old fakey right, tears. Right. Big old fakey tears. Uh -huh. Insincere tears. Yes. Uh -huh. Crocodile tears. Yes. Where does this come from? Politicians. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, they're all quite reptilian, aren't they? Superficial sorrow, false tears. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. I always think of Bill Clinton. I Ah. feel your pain. I feel your pain. (laughs) Well, at any rate, so uh, Crocodile Tears goes back to the the 1300s, maybe maybe even much earlier than that. Okay. so, So because... crocodiles as they would be consuming their prey would kind of grunt and groan and And so this was sort of translated into the idea that they were emitting sounds of sorrow Uh, and emitting sounds of grief over their uh, action yeah and 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 there was that was the first social media right there (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) and so there was a particular uh british traveler who who went on uh, John Manville, Sir John Manville, and he in the the 1300s he wrote about his travels. Now whether he actually went on any travels is is up for debate, ah, but he wrote that. about his right. travels, Interesting. right? Interesting. And so one of the stories, media. one of it's the stories that he put forth was, and when I was in a, in Asia, let me tell you, these crocodiles, mm. these terrible serpent creatures would eat men and cry and weep as they were doing it. And then people would eat, they like, would yes. eat this stuff up. Yes. So it goes back, again, to the 1200s, huh. the 1300s. And 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 this myth became ingrained in in sort of the British consciousness mm-hmm. at the time, right? Um, and then William Shakespeare took it on in in one of his 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 writings, wow. and so it really popularized it. So, but crocodiles do not actually shed tears, shed tears or weep as they're consuming oh, their prey. But wow. but but that's where that. What a comes great from. history of that there one! Huh? Yeah, that's fun. Uh, all right, do you want one more? Yes. One more. We've got time. For one yes. more. All right, reading the Riot Act. Yes. So I've heard you, this one, but i got to be reminded of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, frequently there's a lot of these things that we've heard at some point. Yes. It's always mm-hmm. good to be reminded uh-huh. of Absolutely. I haven't heard of any of the other ones you mentioned. The amount yet. of information yeah. that I have forgotten in the last week <laughs> is actually quite substantial. <laughs> 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 Me too. All right. So if you're being read the Riot Act, you're being, you know, told you know, publicly proclaimed as to what you've done wrong and you've been, you're being chastised for it and people do this to their children or other people mm. in their worlds and their lives. It goes back to the 1700s okay. in England. Ah. And there was an, an actual riot, riot act. Mm. And, and the law proclaimed, the law stated that any gathering of 12 or more people <laughs> um, was... Was a threat to the public peace. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, this is, you uh-huh. know, governments find good ways to control us or uh-huh. take our money and give it to other people or, yeah. or whatever. Or but whatever at any the case rate, might at be. Any, whatever the case might be. <laughs> and so in this case, you know, they were concerned that angry people, if they got together, then mm-hmm. they could cause problems since the government created the Riot Act. And and if there was an angry mob of 12 or more people, someone would, in fact, literally go out and, and read portions of the riot act to them that was part of the process that you had to do is what you can do right you you must disperse within one hour or you will be arrested and thrown in the the clink yes and so so they would actually have the riot act read to them and then they would be given the opportunity to disperse or be imprisoned and you know beaten about the head and shoulders later yes. if, if they didn't do that sort of thing. So again, when you you utilize mm-hmm. these these common turns of phrase, uh-huh. you're actually 
you know, you're invoking little uh, history. a little history. And I think it's I think it's interesting. I think it's a little bit enriching to it be aware is. of that. Very much so. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, and Katie Anna's history professor, Bob Carica. Thank you nice very much. Job. Thank you. That was awesome. Appreciate that. That's very cool. By the way, the segment that you uh, helped inspire tomorrow Strange but true. Mm. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Winky Dinky Dog checks in and says, "Tomorrow is strange facts about nature and stuff." <laughs> nature and stuff. Nature and stuff. <laughs> that means we're going to be grossed out. I, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Bob. Thank you. Yes, as always. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to Happy you New Year too. To you, man. And yeah, yeah, let's hope for a good 2023. Amen to that. Let's all gather later with our friends and see if someone reads us the ride act. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's coming up now on 655 on Acadia this morning. The annual News. consumer electronic in Las Vegas this morning. Here's a quick look at what to watch for and what to ignore. I'm Kim Commando, brought by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Let's be here. The CES is not what it used to be 20 years ago. Consumer tech, literally everything was new. That kind of enthusiasm cannot be maintained. Many new products are simply improvements of older tech. The most hype items will include the metaverse, and no one cares. Other devices? There's one that adds odors to VR headsets. Or LG's mood fridge, refrigerator that changes color at your mood. Or a pillow to ease anxiety. All of these and a thousand more dumb ideas are zombie products. They're DOA. So what's hot? Cars. Autos will make up about 25% of CES. And be sure to try my longer daily podcast called Kim Commando Today. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost thing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to give a quick quote. Call 800-858-2550. Now, drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-858-2550. That's 800-858-2550. We have to lose. Call 800-858-2550. Again, 800-858-2550. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Investors are waiting for updates on the job market. Payroll processing company ADP job creation by private employers this morning. And we'll find out how many people signed up for unemployment benefits for the first time last week. Amazon was expected to cut its corporate staff by about 10,000. That number is now up to 18,000, the largest job cut since in the past year by a major technology company. CEO Andy Jassy says the majority of the cuts are in retail and recruiting areas of Amazon, affected employees will be notified later this month. 
Dell Technologies is phasing out chips made in China because of concerns about tensions between China and the U.S. A report in Japan says Dell will stop using China-made chips by next year. That Fox Business Report, I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. President Trump has announced, and Ron DeSantis is right fast. Who do you support for 2024? Newsmax wants to know what you think. Vote in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. It takes just seconds. Text RESPOND to 39747. Let your voice heard and watch Newsmax. Rolls for automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. I do expect there to be progress. Congressman-elect Jim Banks tells Fox late-night talks between Kevin McCarthy and the group of 21 conservatives refusing to support him for speaker went well. The rules that have been negotiated are really good to empower rank-and-file members and take power away from the hands of just one or two people in leadership, and, and that's good for the institution, it's good for the party. But Congressman-elect Matt Gates is in a smaller group that may never back McCarthy, telling Fox... we got to drain this swamp, we shouldn't put one of the alligators in charge. The House can't do anything in the meantime, not even swear in members. Pope Emeritus Benedict has been laid to rest in a tomb with his predecessors in the Vatican Grotto. Ave Maria, gracia plena. After a funeral this morning before thousands gathered in St. Peter's Square, Pope Francis presided. Deliver Pope Emeritus Benedict from death, that he may sing God's praises in the heavenly Jerusalem in expectation of the resurrection of his mortal body. Francis replaced Benedict a decade ago when he became the first pope to resign in six centuries. Brian Koberger could be in court in Idaho the day after he was flown there to face charges in the murders of four university students. We're also learning more about the two times Koberger was pulled over last month driving home to Pennsylvania with his dad. The FBI had a surveillance team tracking the quadruple murder suspect on the entire journey, directing Indiana State Police to pull over Koberger and get video images of his hands. The FBI says they were still building their case during those stops and it played a key role in his arrest. That's Fox's Brooks Singman. Eight people were found shot to death in a home in Enix City, Utah. Five of them kids. And the killer may be among them since police are not looking for a suspect. America's listening to Fox News. If you have certain chronic conditions, such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 42, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Well, you may feel a bit of deja vu hearing this. The U.S. is imposing COVID travel restrictions starting today on people flying here from China where there's been a massive spread of cases lately. 
not like three years ago. Travelers will have to show proof of a negative COVID test, but former CDC Director Robert Redfield tells the Fox News Rundown podcast. Getting the test is not of no value, but I don't think it's going to be a meaningful step in trying to interrupt uh, acquisition of new infections from China into the United States. Redfield said COVID is here. It's not going to go away. And we have to figure out how to manage it with regular vaccine shots and antivirals, but without shutdowns. We'll hear from President Biden today about border security amid a record surge of migrants coming to the U.S. illegally that Republicans blame his policies for. Next week, President Biden will participate in the North American Leaders Summit in Mexico. He hinted it may be the chance to visit the southern border. Preparing to depart after an event in Kentucky, he was a bit more definitive after a reporter's question about visiting the border. That's my intention. We're working out the details now. President Biden has gotten criticism from conservatives for not having gone there in person while in office. That's Fox's Grinwald Scott. The president's also still trying to help Americans save money on college debt. One month away from the nation's highest court hearing arguments over President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness plan, the administration is urging the court to let it continue. After lower courts paused the program, the Biden administration is arguing that those challenging the plan don't have the basis to do so because they're not directly harmed. Republican-led states challenging the program argue the administration has overstepped its authority. More than 26 million have applied for relief that would cancel up to 20,000 in student loan debt for Pell Grant recipients and 10,000 for borrowers. That's Ryan Schmelz at the White House. I'm Dave Anthony and this is Fox News. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Officials with the Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development have opened the left lane of the I-10 bridge over the Evangeline Thruway. The lane was opened last night. There's still no word if and when the right lane or the exit lane of the bridge will reopen. Motorists are encouraged to choose an alternate route to avoid traffic congestion. Some Acadiana residents are asking police to look into a scam on the social media site TikTok. A man reportedly has contacted several Acadiana residents on that app saying he's living in a filthy motel and has suffered a series of tragedies and he needs money. Lafayette police say so far no one has filed any type of a report about the man or about the allegations. Northside High School in Lafayette has a new principal. Perry Miles was appointed to replace Julia Williams in the post. Miles' first day in the new post was this past Tuesday. Nearly 100 Youngsville residents have signed a petition in hopes of blocking the proposed construction of a new gas station at the corner of Fortune Road and Schmemetery. Concerned residents feel the new business will create an uptick in crime and create traffic problems for those who live in nearby neighborhoods. Congress remains in limbo until a new Speaker of the House is chosen. There have been several attempts. GOP leader Kevin McCarthy has been nominated several times. He's not garnered enough votes. Baton Rouge Congressman Garrett Graves says voting for speaker, unlike other issues, is one that is just a very lengthy process. This is one of the only times 
where in order to do a vote in the House of Representatives, they actually go through and call each person's name individually. So they call all 400, in this case, 34 names. Graves says not only does it mean there's not a figurehead in place, it also impacts House committee appointments as well. That you don't have committee chairs that have been chosen, the committees aren't populated, that no one really has authority to actually go out there and do their jobs at this point. Well, Senator John Kennedy says he's not running for the governor's post and will stay in Washington, D.C. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says his decision brings the focus back to where in the fall about two dozen different politicians will consider a gubernatorial run. Kennedy kind of inserted himself into the conversation and put everyone's plans on hold until he announced. So now attention turns to other people and now we're waiting on other people. But we're not going to have to wait long. Now, so far, Republican Attorney General Jeff Landry and independent personal injury attorney Hunter Lundy are officially running. Alford says Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser is expected to announce his candidacy on Tuesday which is his 64th birthday. He said that this decision is weighing on him, that, that he loves his current job and that it's a tough decision. But I think he may be leaning towards running. The next day on Wednesday, John Schroeder, our state treasurer, is expected to make his announcement. Now, Alford says Republicans, Mandeville Representative Richard Nelson and Slidell Senator Sharon Hewitt are others that are considering a run for governor. With Kennedy no longer a factor in the governor's race, Alford says the focus We'll shift to Baton Rouge Congressman Garrett Graves. He has been kind of flirting with the governor's race on and off uh, over the past year, and he has refused to kind of show his hand uh, in any way, shape, or or form, and and now he's certainly going to have to. Alford says now the only role that Kennedy will play in the governor's race is who he's going to endorse. As for Democrats, Alford says DOTD Secretary Sean Wilson and Chair of the Louisiana Democratic Party Katie Bernhardt are considering entering the race. New data from the U.S. Census Bureau shows Louisiana among the top states for population loss. According to the census, from summer of 2021 to last summer, the state lost nearly 37,000 residents. New Orleans demographer Greg Rigamer says the main reason they go is to make more money. We're 45th in median household income. Add to that rising crime in all of our cities, plus repeated hurricanes and other disasters and... People are struggling. And I think they're heading to states where they can make a more viable living. He feels the state will continue to lose more residents in the months ahead. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Well, drivers are seeing a spike in gasoline prices, but it shouldn't last too long. AAA's fuel gauge report says the state's price for a gallon of regular gasoline is up four cents from the previous day to $2.94. The winter storm right before Christmas shut down refineries, which has resulted in increases at the pump. But AAA fuel analyst Don Redman expects prices to fall in January and February because... Demand craters... uh slows down for the winter. Despite the recent increase, gas prices on average are about 10 cents lower than last year. I'm Jeff Palermo. A hot and dry weather followed by a late summer flood, then more hot and dry weather resulted in more than $500 million in crop losses for Louisiana farmers last year. LSU Ag Center economist Michael Delberto says that 
Parts of northeast Louisiana saw 18 inches of rain during a week-long period in late August. Uh, it came right when the soybean crop was hitting its peak maturity stages. Uh, so producers not only were penalized with yield reductions, but also saw a big quality reduction. Now, the LSU Ag Center told the USDA that more than 800,000 acres of the soybean crop was damaged. That's 68% of the crop. That's $316 million in soybean losses. Alberto says the low Mississippi River water levels also made things pretty difficult. 60% of the grain that is exported from the U.S. comes through Louisiana. So that, that river is critical, not only for our crops, but also every producer in the U.S. that's growing grains uh, and oil seeds. And he says 2022 was a good year for sugarcane, but they're still trying to determine the extent of damage from the freezing temperatures that ended up visiting us on Christmas week. Louisiana, according to the latest USDA report, is actually forecasting to produce more sugar than Florida for the first time. And finally, LSU's Pennington Biomedical Research Center's DASH diet has received top rankings among U.S. News and World Report's list of best diets. Here's more on the story. DASH stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension and one of the developers, Dr. Catherine Champagne, says there's a reason the eating plan consistently makes the list. Because it had so much research behind it. And unlike fad diets that exclude food. The DASH diet actually is one that allows most everything in moderation. It ranks number two for best overall diet and number one in best heart healthy and diabetes diet. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And that's a look at news. Some spectacular weather across Acadiana today. Once again, looking at plenty of sunshine. Going to be nice and sunny all the way through the rest of the day here. Temperatures, even with the sunshine, going to be on the mild side. We'll be at about 70 degrees for that high today. Winds are going to come from the northwest at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. So nice and comfortable outside throughout the afternoon. Overnight lows going to be getting down into the mid-40s as we head into tomorrow morning. And another sunny day coming up for Friday. Temperatures going to be a little bit warmer by a few degrees, about 73 degrees in the afternoon. Winds eventually going to be shifting and coming in from the southeast. Does bring in some more moisture, a little bit of warmer weather as well, which we will experience on Saturday before a front comes through on Sunday, bringing some showers out there to end the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. A reminder to you about the situation concerning I-10 that bridge over the Evangeline Thruway. The Department of Transportation and Development did open the left lane last night. So now we do have the left lane of the I-10 bridge over the Evangeline Thruway, which is open. The right lane continues to be closed. And of course, if anything changes, we'll make sure we let you know about it. A little bit earlier today, East Alexander, Louisiana Avenue, a report of a fender bender there. Please buckle up. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Your national anthem is brought to you by Hulco Printers, serving Acadiana since 1972. Buy local, shop local, support Acadiana. Oh, say, can you see? 
whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight o'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. Good morning, Acadiana, and welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. Hour number two on a Thursday means it's time for Lafayette Live. And back from the Christmas, New Year's holiday is our Lafayette Mayor President, Josh Guillory. How was the holiday, man? Hey, good morning. Favorite day of the week. Uh-huh. Holiday was great. Got good. to spend some time with family. Mm-hmm. You know, always have my, my, my phone on me in case duty calls. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was very quiet around the parish. So That's it, good. it tells me that a lot of families enjoying, enjoying their their time with loved ones and and happy new year to everyone. And Absolutely. The cold, well, the cold weather actually kept us pretty, you know, that that, that was pretty occupying. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't fun. That cold weather. I mean, y'all don't mind it cold, but man, below freezing, that ain't fun. Yeah, pipes busting aren't fun. Yeah, you didn't have any pipes busting. Huh? No, no, we went wrapped them and all that yeah, good stuff, good. you know. But we still had some some residents that did, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, water pressure was down in a few yeah. areas. But hey, kudos to LUS, though, man. Yeah. That, I mean, look, the preparation that mm-hmm. goes into this. Uh, every time we even have a threat to cold weather, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's to the point now where I just I, I check the box almost because I'm like, yeah. okay, all right, did this, this, and that, and Jeff Stewart and their crew. They have such an ex- an intensive checklist on yeah. what they have to do, just anticipation of possible freezing mm-hmm. weather. Yeah, so that that helps out a lot, um, and and with peace of mind, and also uh, just we had a little rain event, um, you know, our drainage system, man, that, the, the the hard work that's been put in the last mm-hmm. couple of years, last two or three years, especially with our our drainage department, with maintenance and our public works department, all these projects, it's, yeah. It's paying off, you know, and we gotta well, gotta continue the momentum. Well, last week we had the directors on public works, drainage, uh, traffic as well, Warren Abbey, and 
Um, you know, were they nice to you? They were nice. That's no, and they they were great. Um, you know, I I I, I especially love the news that Warren broke and. Talking about the three roundabouts that are coming to Lafayette, especially the one Robley at E. Broussard. But as you said, the other one's important as well. Uh, w. Broussard and Duyon and Duyon Rue de Billier. Uh, three very needed areas, uh, intersections. It really is. And anybody that's driven in those areas, uh, 5 yeah. o'clock, 8 o'clock traffic, oh. it's it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty intense, yeah, yeah. and um, and really, what I'm trying to do is is compete with my teammate over there in Youngsville to run <laughs> one of the many titles that Mary they are Ritter the land of the roundabouts. I mean, you know, and and very tastefully done, mind you, you know. Land <laughs> And I'm still advocating for the statue for you. Uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, look, dedicated. I've well, it makes more sense to do it in Lafayette. Yeah, one of the Lafayette roundabouts. Well, yes, but see, when the Youngsville ones came about, uh-huh. I said, hey, it sounds good, me and old Robster. Yeah. And at first, we wanted a Diggums statue, <laughs> like on Family Guy, uh-huh. and we wanted it in gold. But then we said that might have been a little too much to ask. Uh, just a little bit. So cardboard would be fun. Yeah, but replaceable uh, you know, too. So in case like, you like to do some modifications, you know, different yeah. posture. Uh, there was bigger Bernie. Now there's slimmer Bernie. I mean, you know, with <laughs> but always great Bernie. You know, with cardboard you can do so much. You by, know. By the way, trust me. Mm-hmm. Some of the projects as a child yeah. and my cousin, I'm telling you, I, I know what the ability of cardboard <laughs> yeah. can do. You should see some of the things. <laughs> by the way, uh, Representative Jonathan Gudo put out the other day that they are taking suggestions. Um, for what to put as the centerpiece for the new roundabout at the intersection of Ebrusard and Kali Saloon Road, which Ooh. which has been called a super roundabout, even though Warren uh, Abbey doesn't want to admit to the term of super, super roundabout. roundabout. Is anybody driven? Ben, I've been to that one plenty oh, of times. Oh. What about the traffic circle in Alexandria, Louisiana? Is that's that's the one I was huge. referencing. Is, yeah. oh, is that not it's, a super it's yeah, traffic circle? Super. Yeah, it super is, duper. It's super something. <laughs> it's like the super speedway, too, okay, sometimes. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. And if you hit it just right, you're like, yeah, I'm going in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Others of us that, you know, might be in this room might have accidentally had to go around a few times. But, uh, you know, you might be on the Lake Charles Highway. You may be on the route to Leesville. You could, you know, it was called the crossroads for a reason. Could have jumped the curb and maybe knocked some structures out. Hey, things happen. Things happen. I agree. We're human. All right. So uh, back to cardboard. Great. Well, back to, okay. What, what else about cardboard? I, I really didn't have okay. it. I was hoping yeah, you would no. have it back and say something. Sorry. New year, new shenanigans. <laughs> yes, there you go. Yeah. All right, so you have been busy in the new year, and you have been um, seeing the different municipalities swearing in leadership. Um, Scott, Karen Crow, uh, Broussard, you know, not much drama going on in Youngsville. As just about everybody was back. We just, um, you know, Simone Champagne was uh, to fill that final seat, but... All the leadership taking place now over the past few days, and you've been there with it. Yeah, no, hey, these are my teammates. Mm-hmm. You know, look, we've been working together strongly over the last three years. And, look, I, I say this all the time. I mean, the, the success that we have, I mean, it, it one person can tear it down, but it takes a team to build it up. And and, and it's true. It's just it, – that's a true statement. And uh, the synergy between our municipalities, the city of Lafayette, the parish as a whole – it's not by accident. Mm-hmm. You know, the successes that we've had, it's not, you know, one one municipality carrying the weight for the other five or the mm-hmm. unincorporating incorporating area doing some things to carry the weight. No, it's it's the entire parish. Everybody's working together. These 
these monthly meetings with the with the all par- uh, all mayors in the parish have have really helped out. We've learned best practices. We mm-hmm. share best practices. We we brainstorm on ideas from economic development to quality of life initiatives, of course, drainage initiatives, road initiatives. You look at the IJA's intergovernmental agreements. Look at the partnerships that have happened over the last two to three years mm-hmm. just on simple projects like overlaying projects right. and how, how more uh, efficiently we can do those and how much cost saving as it is for either the city of Lafayette, Paris of Lafayette, or, or the municipality. These are, these are huge wins, but it, it can't happen if you don't have cooperation. It can't happen if you don't have teamwork yeah. with a singular vision doing all, all working towards the same goal. And I, I'm just proud to serve with those. Had our new uh, new mayor uh, in Karen Crows. Yeah, uh, Mayor Clavier joining yeah. the joining uh-huh. the family, joining yeah, the team. Yeah. And, and look, she's she's got great goals. She's got some energy. And, and, um, she made history as well. She made history. You're yeah. right. That's First right. female in Karen Crow, mayor. Congratulations to her. Congratulations. No, yeah. that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and in Youngsville, you mentioned uh, Simone Champagne. Yeah. I mean, what a public servant. Yeah. I mean, you know, like think about state rep comes in, becomes a CAO mm-hmm. of Youngsville. They had a vacancy. She stepped up. I'll, yeah. I'll do it. I'll come out of retirement mm-hmm. and do it. Needed, wanted to serve uh, some more. And, and, you know, city council is where the it's local government in general, where the rubber meets the road. But these council members sp- specifically, I mean, yeah. they, they, they're definitely in the fight and in the trenches and just uh, proud to, and honored to serve with her. And all of our newly elected officials and incumbents that have, have mm-hmm. come back, I'm just, just proud to serve with them. All right, so you mentioned uh, infrastructure and you mentioned uh, construction on the roadways. Have you been in uh, Have you been in talks with DOTD about what happened at I ten I forty nine the Evangeline Thruway? Thought you were about to ask me. Have you yeah, been in an accident? Yeah, no, uh, I, was, I didn't know what you were setting me up for. No, but, no, uh, no. That was that was crazy, man. It really was. Um, and and Warren Abadie's doing a good job on on keeping me updated, keep the public updated. Mm-hmm. And Warren, I'll give him what I know to be the latest. If yeah. I'm and he, all our directors listen, you got mm-hmm. the entire civilian government <laughs> right here on this radio show. Uh huh. Uh, if uh, if there's an update, um, uh, more of an update than what I'm about to say, please call in or text mm-hmm. me or something. But um, no, the one one lane should be open today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that already happened. Yes, uh, and they're they're working on the for, overpass. On yeah. the over, yeah, on the overpass. Yes, and uh, we're I mean it's hour by hour. That's the only update I have. Um, mm-hmm. I know DOTD is is really worked uh, worked pretty hand in hand with our local traffic department, of course, mm-hmm. Director Abity over there, yeah. and they've done the detours. They're painful. I appreciate everybody's patience, um, but they are. Warren was showing me some video yesterday on the the changes he made on the yeah. lights, and you can see it real time. And seems to be moving pretty. I'll, I'll say it's moving uh, <laughs> uh, fluidly, if that's a word. Uh, but but the, is it? Oh, okay, good. That's good. All right, All right. I got ahead north and south by everybody. <laughs> All right, okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's painful when you have those situations. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that there are uh, no fatalities, and yeah, uh, of course. And that's the that's the uh, number one goal: public okay. safety. There you go. So, um, you know, just like you said, moving fluidly, even if it's just, uh, you know, a little bit slow, it is what it is. They're making sure that things are done properly and they can get the overpass restored to where it needs to be. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, we're going to go ahead and take this break. We've got a uh, commercial break, a brief look at news coming up. And then we will get into uh, something else here. Uh, you had the attorney that was representing the Bindale family that was on Moon Grafon show last week when Moon was out. Um, and uh, he made some uh, interesting statements concerning Lafayette uh, City Parish government. We're going to speak with uh, Mayor President Josh Guillory about that. I hope to have someone else on the line to talk about it as well. We'll be right back here on Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Depend on it.
News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. From KPEL Newsroom, on Bernadette Lee. Senator John Kennedy has decided to not make a run for the governor's office this year. He'll instead stay in Washington. Kennedy's announcement means that we can expect a flurry of political announcements over the next few weeks. Louisiana will choose a new governor in October of this year. Officials with Louisiana DOTD have opened the left lane of the I-10 bridge over the Evangeline Thruway. The lane was opened last night. There's still no word if and when the right lane or the exit lane of the bridge will reopen. Motorists are encouraged to choose an alternate route to avoid congestion. Well, if you're looking to lose weight in the new year, you might want to consider the DASH diet from LSU's Pennington Biomedical Research Center. The weight loss program was ranked high on a U.S. News and World Report list of best diets in the country. Some Acadiana residents are asking police to look into a scam on social media that comes from TikTok. A man reportedly has contacted several Acadiana residents on the app saying he's living in a filthy motel and has suffered a series of tragedies and he needs money. Lafayette police say so far no one has filed a report about the man or the allegations. Nearly 100 Youngsville residents have signed a petition in hopes of blocking a proposed construction of a new gas station at the corner of Fortune Road and Schmemetery. The concerned residents feel the new business will create an uptick in crime and create traffic problems for those who live in nearby neighborhoods. Northside High School has a new principal, Perry Miles, appointed to replace Julia Williams. Miles' first day in the new post was this past Tuesday. You're up to date. I'm Bernadette Lee. Some spectacular weather across Acadiana today. Once again, looking at plenty of sunshine. Going to be nice and sunny all the way through the rest of the day here. Temperatures, even with the sunshine, going to be on the mild side. We'll be at about 70 degrees for that high today. Winds are going to come from the northwest at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. So nice and comfortable outside throughout the afternoon. Overnight lows going to be getting down into the mid-40s as we head into tomorrow morning. And another sunny day coming up for Friday. Temperatures going to be a little bit warmer by a few degrees, about 73 degrees in the afternoon. Winds eventually going to be shifting and coming in from the southeast. Does bring in some more moisture, a little bit of warmer weather as well, which we will experience on Saturday before a front comes through on Sunday, bringing some showers out there to end the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You don't need special gadgets to be a hero. With unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere, the Capital One Quicksilver card makes you the hero of every purchase. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Welcome back into Lafayette Live here on Acadiana's The Morning News, the second half of the hour as we spend it here with uh, 
Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory, and uh, we are also going to be joined by City Parish Attorney Greg Logan. So last week on the Moon Griffon Show, uh, CEO of the Pelican Institute, Daniel Erst Palmer, was subbing for Moon, and uh, during the 11 o'clock hour, he uh, had on attorney Stephen M. Gillet, who is with the um, attorney's, um, the, the law firm that is representing the Bindell family. Now, of course, the Bindell family, this is the Homewood Drive Detention Pond Project, and, um, you know, that's, a, that's been in the courts for quite a while now. And there were some comments that, uh, the attorney made, uh, about Lafayette City Parish government and mentioned you as well, Lynnett, uh, Josh Guillory. And so we have those comments and that's why we also have Greg Logan, the city parish attorney on, um, as we want to give you guys the chance to respond to them and really to, um, you know, to let us know where we're at in the case. Because when, when, when he was talking last week, uh, it was on Wednesday of last week. He had mentioned how that there were two court cases that had or two uh, courts that had ruled against LCG and had put a stop um, to the taking of the property. That's the way, the term that he used. So, and he said that they were waiting on whether y'all would be filing an appeal as LCG or not. So, um, first off, um, Judge Josh, you want me to bring on Greg right now? Yeah. Let him respond to it. Okay. So, Greg Logan joins us right now. Greg, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Hey, all right, Greg. So, I, um, where are we at in the in the in the process with the courts right now? Um, the Third Circuit panel ruled, and we have, as of yesterday, filed a um, motion for rehearing en banc, which would be the entire court of the Third Circuit. Okay, pointing out inconsistencies between the ruling in the Randall case um, and this uh, Homewood case and the inconsistencies in the two panels. And the um, Randall case is the Lake Forum project, correct? Correct. Gotcha. Correct. All right, so want to play uh, three different comments that were made by the attorney uh, last week and want to get you to be able to respond to them. So first off, this one talks about the, the lawyer says that this was not a well-thought-out project, and here's what he had to say project didn't make much sense because the land that they seized is on high ground and was never subject to flooding uh, but they want to use it as essentially a drainage pond but to do that they had to, to make it low ground essentially they had to um, dig out an incredible amount of dirt I mean basically enough dirt to fill the super down huh. and in doing that they did great damage to the property um, and this kind of not well thought out project has been halted and, and sadly uh, the Bendel family now needs to seek damages for the, for the severe damage that was done to their property. Okay, so Mr. Logan, want to give you a chance to respond to that comment first. Well, first I'll answer it kind of in reverse order. It mm -hmm. was well thought out. The project was originally identified or the location in 2019 before this administration took office. Mm -hmm. It's the single largest tract of land on the river between Interstate 10, excuse me, yes, Interstate 10 and the Vermilion River. So uh, there's no other tract without houses on it. So you would have to tear down homes or buildings to do something to this effect. Large enough, enough dirt to fill the Superdome? Well, the way I look at it, that's great. That's that much water it would be able to hold or will be able to hold. So it is a large project. It is high ground. However, you can't 
besides wetland issues and not being able to dig in the marsh or the swamp, mm-hmm. you can't put water in lowland that's typically already inundated and flooded with water. The testimony of the engineers at the hearing and even their engineer agreed was the more freeboard you have, being the difference between the surface, the surface of the water and the top of the pond or the levee of the bank, the more water you can hold and put into it. So um, that it was not, it was well thought out. It was reviewed by both uh, LCG employed engineers that have civil service protection and could say, don't do it. And uh, they could have stopped the project as well as the consulting engineer. So it was well thought out. There's testimony in the record and as pointed out by in the other panel in Randall, LCG has evaluated over 90 locations and slowly uh, narrowed those locations down to which ones were feasible and not feasible. And this one ranked very high. We are speaking with Lafayette City Parish Attorney Greg Logan here on Lafayette Live. So here is the second comments that were made by Attorney Stephen M. Jalay, who is with the law firm that represents the Bindell family as it relates to the Homewood Detention Ponds. Three judges at the Third Circuit Court of Appeal found that the Lafayette consolidated government abused its power. It didn't get uh, permits from the Corps of Engineers. It didn't properly study the soil. It never um, perfected a master plan of how to do the drainage. It didn't look at viable alternatives. And even the expert engineers they used had a stake in the project and a profit from the project. So that's some pretty heavy accusations. What's your response, Mr. Logan? The uh, permit for the Corps of Engineers is not necessary until we uh, tap into the river, so to speak, or until the outflow or inflow structures are put into the river. Mm -hmm. So there was no permit necessary. We did apply for a permit for an area that had wetlands on it on the property, uh, which if it's high elevation, what's it doing with wetlands on it? Um, it was high, though. Um, what was the other one that we didn't study? I'm sorry. The I'm soil the composition? I'll replay it for you. Here we go. No, we did. Oh, you got it. I got you. Okay, no, no, we did. Okay. We did. Mm-hmm. We the, There were soil studies done. We could not get on the property. They would not allow us to get on the property. We negotiated with them for 16 months trying to get on the property, trying to buy the property. Met with their first team of lawyers over a year and a half or a year and three months before mm-hmm. we filed the expropriation. We gave them additional extensions before we filed the expropriation where they could get their own appraisals. And they would not let us on the land to do the soil studies. When we were able to do the soil studies, the uh, soil studies in the record of the court proceeding, the experts testified about the soil, and it is uh, it was excellent uh, location or excellent soil to uh, hold this pond with some added benefits. So uh, that's just simply, again, uh, not true. All right. And uh, we've got the final comments from the attorney. Uh, representing uh, with the law firm that represents the Bindell family. We'll play those. And uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Josh, he mentions your name in this one. So I know that Greg will respond. Uh, you can also choose to respond to this as well. One of the things that the appellate court found here was that, you know, the, the total cost of the project is still unknown. 
They didn't consider any of the environmental factors. They didn't consider certain safety uh, issues, such as there were gas lines running through this property. I mean, government really needs to take the time to carefully plan this out, do proper studies. I mean, the mayor of Lafayette promised us an engineering study that was never done. Yeah. So which one wants to respond first? You want to let Greg go first? Okay, go ahead, Greg. So uh, that was addressed. The safety was addressed. We knew about the pipelines. There's over 41 acres of right-of-ways on this property that um, we have designed around and used the property efficiently. Mm -hmm. Uh, The environmental was taken into account. There were environmental surveys. I think there's over 250 feet of a bank or levee between the river and the uh, bank of the pond or the top of the first pond. We cited all of this in our motion for rehearing uh, to the record where that testimony is in the record. Mm -hmm. Uh, So again, it's in the record, the court didn't address it. They said it was, they were not gonna review the entire record, uh, but they picked and choose in their opinion. So as far as uh, the mayor president, he did get the study. The study was released and presented before we move forward. And in fact, it was several months before we move forward. He hired the consulting engineer to do that. So I'm sure uh, mayor president has something else to add. Go ahead, Josh. Oh no, you did a good job. <laughs> so okay, so um, so let, so for those that may be just joining us, as we're speaking with uh, City Parish Attorney Greg Logan, you mentioned about uh, court action that was taken yesterday. Just again, update our listeners on what court action was taken yesterday by LCG uh, in response to the two rulings that we've been talking about. The. Uh we filed uh, to bring to the entire Third Circuit's attention that there's inconsistent rulings between the first panel uh, on basically an identical record of what was done with LCG's drainage program, comprehensive studies going back years, uh, the tension and retention ponds being recommended in these ponds, in, in these studies. Mm-hmm. And so we filed for what's called a rehearing in bonk that should go for consideration where they'll grant that or not to every judge in the Third Circuit. And if uh, we've also applied in the alternative for rehearing before the panel, it's interesting to note two of the judges, two of the three judges on the panel were retiring before the end of the year. Mm. So they had to uh, release this opinion before they retired. So now we have uh, two out of three of the judges or new judges that were just sworn in on January 1st. Wow. Yeah, that could uh, definitely change some things moving forward. All right, uh, Lafayette City Parish Attorney Greg Logan, uh, thank you so much for joining um, and for uh, giving us the response. And look, hey, I appreciate it, Greg, and thank you, Brandon, mm-hmm. Byrne. You know, look, we said this from the beginning. It really is all about money. It's not about law. It's not about science if it, if it was about science i mean we you heard what what greg had mentioned i mean this has been uh analyzed for for a long time and and uh, i'm glad and i forgot quite frankly that this site was was thought about even before we took office you know but the people are tired of just talking we we deserve action and that's what this administration is given we follow the law we follow the rules we have experts in engineering we have experts in the law 
We do nothing outside of those parameters. And, and that's, that directive is very clear to all our direction, uh, directors. Directive is very clear in our drainage meetings. And, um, but, you know, we, we've seen the opposite of this approach. The opposite of this approach is let's talk about it some more. Let's pay money above appraised value. Let's do it the good old boy system the way it was in the past. And I'm not doing it. This is about money, and I respect that. I really do. But also, please, that respect needs to be mutual. I represent the people and the people's dollar. And I'm not going to authorize legal or finance or any other department of Lafayette Consolidated Government to pay above appraised value. I'm not going to do it. We, we, in good faith, just in case the appraiser, and Craig, correct me if I'm wrong, but just in good faith, just in case our appraisal was, was off, we ordered another one. And the appraisal came in lower than the, la- than the first one. So how can I, in good faith, knowing I represent the people, knowing I have a fiduciary duty to protect the finances of Lafayette, how can I put my head on the pillow at night and, and sleep knowing that I paid above appraised value? I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. Now, the court can overrule me, and we respect the process. But I would also caution you – know, I'm a lawyer by trade. I don't, I don't practice full-time. I'm a full-time mayor president. But you know, as a lawyer, I would caution my colleagues because we all know in the executive branch things move fast. In the legislative branch, things move a little slower by design. It's very deliberate. And in the judiciary, by design, our founding fathers knew this back in 1787 when the Constitution was written in 1789 when it was enacted and ratified and went into effect, that, that the judiciary operates very slow for a reason. So I would caution my colleagues to go on radio shows without the process being full. If you talk about vetting, let the process vet itself out. But I, I do trust the process. I trust the experts. And, uh, and, I, and I trust my obligation to the people that I'm blessed to serve. All right, uh, Greg. Do you have anything else before we let you Brandon, go? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> I do have one more comment. Anyone that knows me knows I like to take issues head on and answer every question. Mm-hmm. I need to answer on the uh, cost of the project being unknown that he commented. Yes, that pro- that that cost was known. In fact, it was put into the record by a joint exhibit, meaning that both. The Bendel attorneys and LCG attorneys agreed and submitted that into the record without objection. So the cost of the project was determined before the first scoop of dirt was dug. Um, so that, again, is a misleading statement. We, we, we have budgets and we have a guaranteed maximum price according to state law. Well, here at KPL, we want to give uh, both sides, but we also want to make sure that we're giving out the accurate truth. Uh, to what's going on. So, uh, Greg, thank you so much for uh, making yourself available this morning and giving the response. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Y'all have a wonderful day. All right. We'll take this quick break and be right back to wrap it up. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Hi, hello. Welcome to the Moon Show. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it.
Welcome back. Final segment of Lafayette Live with Mayor President Josh Guillory. All right, so 2023, pretty cool year in this, in the fact that we're celebrating the bicentennial here in Lafayette. Man, I, I was I just so just so excited, and man, I'm I'm so blessed, thankful to God that that I'm able to wake up every day and, and serve the serve the wonderful community that that we all call home. And uh, just imagine 200 years, man. Mm-hmm. 200 years we're celebrating this year in 18, 1823, 200 years forward, 2023, the bicentennial Lafayette Parish. And um, we're going to have a celebration. It's going to be a year-long celebration. Please okay. stay tuned to, to Lafayette Consolidated Government's Facebook page. We'll put out the events and other other media outlets, and uh, KPL included. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll keep everybody uh, posted yeah. and, and up to date. And then next week, I think we might have my boy Sammy over here on, yeah. on KPL to talk about it some more. Right. But can can you imagine the founders of Lafayette mm-hmm. two hundred years? Yeah, two hundred years. If they if we could bring them here now, mm-hmm. okay, and they could see just the growth, just the Shh. prosperity that we share here in Lafayette. We are a special place. Yeah, the people come together. Our our welcoming, diverse community, our mm-hmm. culture. It's it's it it really is a shining example in the state of Louisiana, and mm-hmm. I would say the country, mm-hmm. in the world. Because, yeah. look, you got people fleeing. You got people and businesses leaving at just an uh, accelerated pace other cities in our state. Yes. I mean, our and migration is La- huge right it's, now, it's, but and, not in and, Lafayette. And it's neat. It, right. But, yeah. And then on another note, it's needlessly. <laughs> we could fix it real easy, but that's a, yeah. that's, I guess that's another segment. Right, right. But, yeah, you, but you got businesses and people running to Lafayette. Mm-hmm. And that's a testament to our people. Mm-hmm. It's not a testament to government. It's a testament to our people. It's a testament to our people. So I'm glad we're in on that note. It's going to be a special time. I hope everybody listening can join us in our celebration. You deserve it. And uh, just uh, God has shined his, his loving grace on our wonderful community. We, sh- we, we do not take that for granted. Mm-hmm. And uh, let, our, let our actions glorify him. All right. Well, with that, we end Lafayette Live for today. Uh, looking forward to next week's program already, though. Uh, we'll talk a bit more about all this. All right, so we will take this quick uh, break. We've got Fox News coming up at the top of the hour. Bernie's got a look at state and local news. And we'll continue on with a very fun, action-packed 8 o'clock hour here on Acadiana's Morning News. Sunny today, high temperature at 70. You're right now, 47 degrees at Cape Hill. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Will he get more votes today? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. House Republicans backing Kevin McCarthy for speaker hope so. After late night talks, they say went well with conservatives who voted against McCarthy on six ballots so far. It's about decentralizing the power that the speaker of the House had. Nobody held more power as a speaker than Nancy Pelosi, making sure she had this iron grip that nobody could do anything. Kevin is changing that, giving power to the members. Congresswoman-elect Brian Mass still trying to convince 21 GOP holdouts like Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. I do not trust Kevin McCarthy at this point to deliver on those promises. Pope Emeritus Benedict was laid to rest with his predecessors this morning at the Vatican. After a funeral before thousands of mourners at St. Peter's Square, Fox's Jonathan Savage was there. Benedict XVI lay in a plain cypress wood coffin. The crowds applauded as it was brought before them. Surrounding him, heads of states and governments, bishops and cardinals adding red, gold, white and fuchsia. 
The service was scaled down slightly from those of serving pontiffs, but Pope Francis presided over a suitably grand and solemn occasion. New COVID restrictions start today, forcing people flying to the U.S. from China to show a negative COVID test amid a surge of infections in China. A massive storm is hitting much of California, dumping heavy rain, prompting flood warnings, causing about 200,000 power outages. It's not just the gym, it's like the supermarkets and a lot of, a lot of other places are closed as well. Including schools where he is in San Francisco and Sonoma County. A baby was killed when a tree hit a home. There are also evacuation orders in areas where there could be mudslides. We just got an update on unemployment. First time claims dropped 9% last week, down to 204,000. Tomorrow we get the monthly unemployment rate and the number of jobs created. A measure of private company payrolls just out shows much more hiring in December than expected. America's listening to Fox News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. The man accused of murdering four college students in Idaho last November is back in that state, expected in court today. 28-year-old Brian Koberger was extradited Wednesday back to Idaho, where he's being served with his arrest warrant in the November 13th stabbing deaths of four University of Idaho roommates. Ethan Chapin, Madison Mogan, Kaylee Goncalves, and Zaina Kernodal were told investigators in Moscow tracked Koberger via DNA in the white Hyundai Elantra spotted near the crime scene that was also seized last week at his parents' Pennsylvania home. Few other details released and none likely until Koberger's trial after a later county judge Tuesday issued a gag order in the case. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. There's a murder mystery now in Utah. Police were called to the home for a welfare check, and when they arrived, they found eight people dead inside this Enoch City home. Now, three of those people have been confirmed to be adults. The other five are children. They did say they do not believe there's a threat to the public or that any suspects are at large at this time. That's Chris Arnold with Fox 13 TV. Punishment in Boston for the man who orchestrated the college admissions scandal. Rick Singer, who was paid handsomely to conspire with parents prominent and not to get their kids into reputable colleges was sentenced to three and a half years in prison. It's the longest term handed down in the Varsity Blues scandal. Singer admitted to fixing tests and deceptions of athletic prowess of students. Joe Bonavalanta of the FBI called it a massive criminal enterprise that undermined the college admissions process at universities at every level all across our country. It said Singer took in $25 million and paid out more than $7 million in bribes. He apologized to his family and to the schools whose reputations he harmed. Gernal Scott, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are now down big ahead of today's trading. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Berta Datley with your news update. Officials with the Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development have opened the left lane of the I-10 bridge over the Evangeline Thruway. The lane was opened last night. There's still no word if and when the right lane or the exit lane of the bridge will reopen. Motorists are encouraged to choose an alternate route to avoid traffic congestion. Some Acadiana residents are asking police to look into a scam on the social media site TikTok. A man reportedly has contacted several Acadiana residents on that app saying he's living in a filthy motel and has suffered a series of tragedies and he needs money. Lafayette police say so far no one has filed any type of a report about the man or about the allegations. Northside High School in Lafayette has a new principal. Perry Miles was appointed to replace Julia Williams in the post. Miles' first day in the new post was this past Tuesday. Nearly 100 Youngsville residents have signed a petition in hopes of blocking the proposed construction of a new gas station at the corner of Fortune Road and Schmemetery. Concerned residents feel the new business will create an uptick in crime and create traffic problems for those who live in nearby neighborhoods. Congress remains in limbo until a new Speaker of the House is chosen. There have been several attempts. GOP leader Kevin McCarthy has been nominated several times. He's not garnered enough votes. Baton Rouge Congressman Garrett Graves says voting for speaker, unlike other issues, is one that is just a very lengthy process. This is one of the only times where in order to do a vote in the House of Representatives, they actually go through and call each person's name individually. So they call all 400, in this case, 34 names. Graves says not only does it mean there's not a figurehead in place, it also impacts House committee appointments as well. That you don't have committee chairs that have been chosen, the committees aren't populated, that no one really has authority to actually go out there and do their jobs at this point. Well, Senator John Kennedy says he's not running for the governor's post and will stay in Washington, D.C. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says his decision brings the focus back to where, in the fall, about two dozen different politicians will consider a gubernatorial run. Kennedy kind of inserted himself into the conversation and put everyone's plans on hold until he announced. So now attention turns to other people and now we're waiting on other people. But we're not going to have to wait long. Now, so far, Republican Attorney General Jeff Landry and independent personal injury attorney Hunter Lundy are officially running. Alford says Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser is expected to announce his candidacy on Tuesday which is his 64th birthday. He said that this decision is weighing on him, that, that he loves his current job and that it's a tough decision. But I think he may be leaning towards running. The next day on Wednesday, John Schroeder, our state treasurer, is expected to make his announcement. Now, Alford says Republicans, Mandeville Representative Richard Nelson and Slidell Senator Sharon Hewitt are others that are considering a run for governor. With Kennedy no longer a factor in the governor's race, Alford says the focus will shift to Baton Rouge Congressman Garrett Graves. He has been kind of flirting with the governor's race on and off uh, over the past year, and he has refused to kind of show his hand uh, in any way, shape, or or form, and and now he's certainly going to have to. Alford says now the only role that Kennedy will play in the governor's race is who he's going to endorse. 
As for Democrats, Alford says DOTD Secretary Sean Wilson and chair of the Louisiana Democratic Party, Katie Bernhardt, are considering entering the race. New data from the U.S. Census Bureau shows Louisiana among the top states for population loss. According to the census from summer of 2021 to last summer, the state lost nearly 37,000 residents. New Orleans demographer Greg Rigamer says the main reason they go is to make more money. We're 45th in median household income. Add to that rising crime in all of our cities, plus repeated hurricanes and other disasters and... People are struggling, and I think they're heading to states where they can make a more viable living. He feels the state will continue to lose more residents in the months ahead. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Well, drivers are seeing a spike in gasoline prices, but it shouldn't last too long. AAA's fuel gauge report says the state's price for a gallon of regular gasoline is up four cents from the previous day to two dollars and ninety four cents. The winter storm right before Christmas shut down refineries, which has resulted in increases at the pump. But AAA fuel analyst Don Redman expects prices to fall in January and February because demand craters. Uh slows down for the winter. Despite the recent increase, gas prices on average are about 10 cents lower than last year. I'm Jeff Palermo. A hot and dry weather followed by a late summer flood, then more hot and dry weather resulted in more than $500 million in crop losses for Louisiana farmers last year. LSU Ag Center economist Michael Delberto says that parts of northeast Louisiana saw 18 inches of rain during a week-long period in late August. Uh, it came right when the soybean crop was hitting its peak maturity stages. Uh, so producers not only were penalized with yield reductions, but also saw a big quality reduction. Now, the LSU Ag Center told the USDA that more than 800,000 acres of the soybean crop was damaged. That's 68% of the crop. That's $316 million in soybean losses. Alberto says the low Mississippi River water levels also made things pretty difficult. 60% of the grain that is exported from the U.S. comes through Louisiana. So that, that river is critical not only for our crops, but also every producer in the U.S. that's growing grains uh, and oil seeds. And he says 2022 was a good year for sugarcane, but they're still trying to determine the extent of damage from the freezing temperatures that ended up visiting us on Christmas week. Louisiana, according to the latest USDA report, is actually forecasted to produce more sugar than Florida for the first time. And finally, LSU's Pennington Biomedical Research Center's DASH diet has received top rankings among U.S. News and World Report's list of best diets. Here's more on the story. DASH stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension and one of the developers, Dr. Catherine Champagne, says there's a reason the eating plan consistently makes the list. Because it had so much research behind it. And unlike fad diets that exclude food. The DASH diet actually is one that allows most everything in moderation. It ranks number two for best overall diet and number one in best heart healthy and diabetes diet. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And that's a look at news. Some spectacular weather across Acadiana today. Once again, looking at plenty of sunshine. It's going to be nice and sunny 
all the way through the rest of the day here. Temperatures, even with the sunshine, going to be on the mild side. We'll be at about 70 degrees for that high today. Winds are going to come from the northwest at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. So nice and comfortable outside throughout the afternoon. Overnight lows going to be getting down into the mid-40s as we head into tomorrow morning. And another sunny day coming up for Friday. Temperatures going to be a little bit warmer by a few degrees, about 73 degrees in the afternoon. Winds eventually going to be shifting and coming in from the southeast. Does bring in some more moisture, a little bit of warmer weather as well, which we will experience on Saturday before a front comes through on Sunday, bringing some showers out there to end the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, let's talk a little bit about traffic. The left lane of the I-10 bridge over the throughway is open, so there is one lane of traffic. Again, that's the left lane is open on the I-10 bridge over the Evangeline Thruway. So make sure that you do know at least one is open. We do have a fender bender, Southeast Evangeline Thruway at Kali Saloon. That's Southeast Evangeline Thruway at Kali Saloon. Make sure you're buckling up out there. Everybody wants to be safe because Mardi Gras is right around the corner. So you want to be safe now so you can have a lot of fun at Mardi Gras. So if you want the best beads... Bead Busters in Youngsville, Beads Galore, Acadiana's best places to get all of your Mardi Gras-themed goodies. Spread the Mardi Gras love and spread the queen cakes. How cool I are the queen those cakes? I things, man. I think mm-hmm. those are fun. That's easy to throw, number yes. one. Uh-huh. And then anytime you're on a float and you get hungry, yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you just start eating out of your own stash of yes. the queen cakes. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're not in the mood for like a big old king cake, well, you get... A queen mm, cake. Get the little queen you know? cake and get a box of that. Yeah. Go. It's like Everybody's little Debbie happy. meets Mardi Gras. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I love it. That's cute. All right. It's coming up now at 816. We're going to talk Crime Stoppers coming up. Eddie Thibodeau in-house on the way. Here's a tip from Terrio Family Dental. The number one way to ensure your child's oral health is consistent is to brush twice a day, floss at bedtime, and get regular dental exams. The doctor will let your child know if they're leaving plaque behind while brushing and how to correct their brushing habits. Adhere to a recommended dentist exam schedule and you'll provide your child with excellent oral care and a healthy smile that should last them a lifetime. For more tips and advice from Terrio Family Dental, log on to this Town Square Media Radio Station's website. The caring and friendly staff at Terrio Family Dental can provide complete dental care for your entire family. They offer a large range of services for children and adults, including tooth-colored fillings, crowns, dentures, bridges, teeth whitening, ceramic braces, and Invisalign. And for those who may have some dental fears, Terrio Dental offers sedation dentistry. As always, new patients are welcome. See them at 121 Rue Louis XIV off College Saloon or in their new location, 329 Iberia Street, Youngsville, or visit LafayetteLADentist.com. Good morning, Acadiana. Welcome in the hour number three of Acadiana's morning news. So I apologize if y'all heard me snacking. 
I didn't know my mic was okay. open, Bernie. Well, I, didn't, I didn't either. So <laughs> what were we doing? Was I doing you traffic? You were doing traffic, traffic. So I was like, all right, I'm going to bite then I into my delicious McDonald's. And I start laughing to myself. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's a la- this is what I hear. <laughs> no, 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 that's wrong. No, it was no. it was like this. It was it was just a little one. Yeah, 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 it was tiny. And I was like, what did I do? And then I looked down. I was like, oh, is Mike still on? Ugh. I was like, oh, I felt so bad. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my fault for not turning the mic off. It's all good. Ooh, Lord. It's all good. So it, let's blame let's blame Eddie because yeah, he yeah. brought yeah. us. We'll blame Eddie because you brought the food to us. Yeah. How dare you, Eddie? Have an announcement. Mm. Okay. I am not running for governor. Oh, oh well. That's that? a shocker We're right done. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I'm not running for governor. Hey, good morning. And the disappointment is felt all across the Cape Elizabeth audience. (laughs) Well, uh, so Eddie Thibodeau joining us right now in studio. Always good to see you. Well, hi. Especially when you bring the McDonald's. Happy New Year. Yeah, Yeah, that is always a a treat. Uh huh. It 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 does the body right when you wake up at, what, 3 30 in the morning? Pretty much. Strange hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's always good to get fed around eight fifteen. Yeah, because that it's is about time. It's lunchtime. Yeah, <laughs> like lunchtime for us, absolutely. All right, Eddie. So uh, a little bit of an s- interesting story that came out yesterday from uh, your department. Yes. Now, uh, former a deputy. Story. Yeah. A former, former deputy. deputy. Yes. Uh, he was charged. Uh, we're talking about uh, Deputy Corville. Um, uh-huh. You know, look. First, I want to. I'm just say this. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, he's a policeman. He should have been charged more." All right. The law is the law. Yeah. You know, it, it's there's no extra things if he if he was a policeman or something right you know and you got to believe you got to understand this our divorce rates high mm-hmm. we, we see a lot of things and i'm look i'm not condoning oh no uh, I know. but you got to understand we are human we are right. the same people mm-hmm. the, it's your your cousin joe and you know right? i do may i opine one moment yes i like that word now we don't know all the circumstances right. And I'm sure we'll find out some more information. But if the situation was that this individual was living in front, let's say, espousing this shouldn't happen and this shouldn't happen and this shouldn't happen, but behind closed doors, that's exactly what this person was doing. And we see that. If that's an allegation, that that fires people up, yeah, and, and of I of course it does. hundred and ten percent. We are not happy about this. Oh, we I know hurting. you're not. He, I know he, y'all are. He was a great officer. Yeah, yeah. But we have problems just like everybody else. Yep, that's of right. All right. That's so, right. But that's it right. is. I wish we would put on a uniform and we we would be different. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And but but it is. We're just normal people, and yep. we have the same problems. Of and course. again, I'm yep. not condoning. No, no. But God, you know, no, as soon know. as we found out, mm-hmm. as soon as we we got the call, the sheriff said what. Yeah. Like that? Yeah, you're gone. You're mm-hmm. arrested. Mm-hmm. Not a, not an investigation. Mm-hmm. You're arrested because mm-hmm. we had several witnesses. There's mm-hmm. a video. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff is a thousand percent uh, transparent. Mm-hmm. And he was put on leave. Mm-hmm. And when the investigation the next day came, and mm-hmm. he, he resigned and he's mm-hmm. arrested. Now, there's some complaints on the, the Internet of always, the, the bond. The bond is not set by the sheriff's office. Yeah, the judge the, is the person. And they have there. a... They they have a guideline that they set these bonds on. So you know, of course, look, we're look, we're sorry it happened. Uh, he's sorry. I know him. He's sorry it happened. But listen, he needs some help, and he's going to go through the system. And you know, people saying, "Well, he's going to get off because he's a policeman." No, no, he's not. He's going to go through the court. He's going to whatever the jury and or if he takes it to the court, they, he's going to serve his time or or whatever. Uh, basically, really, he needs some help. 
Because if he's drunk that much and he's violent to different women and his own wife and ex-wife, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I feel for him. Mm-hmm. You know, that, now, listen, there's no domestic violence is our number one thing at, at the mm-hmm. sheriff's office that we do not tolerate. We do not tolerate on. on well, it was obvious by on, the, on the swift road. action. We yeah. don't uh, mm-hmm. civilians and mm-hmm. our people. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, we, we were getting a lot of, well, it's another deputy. Down. I mean, you know, people are like, again, people are people, man. We are, we are we, just crazy people, people in, with in problems in every profession. Right. So, yes, it hurts more. Oh, yes, it does. It, yeah. it hurts because and we try to tell we try to tell our deputies, whatever you do mm-hmm. affects not only St. Landry. But Lafayette yep. and Crowley and Acadia, mm-hmm. it, it affects everybody, everybody mm-hmm. in law enforcement. So I just wanted, you know, hey, he's arrested, and it was a, it was not even a, a question on mm-hmm. arresting him. Um, and like now said, the process plays the process itself plays out. out. That's right. He's, he's uh, he was going to after the investigation, he was going to be terminated anyway. Mm-hmm. So he resigned. It's you know same mm-hmm. thing. And um, I just want to just you know, if people just, I know we are held to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. But just to let people know, and I know we go through a lot of stress, just mm-hmm. like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But we we have to remain transparent, mm-hmm. and we have to make sure that uh, that of course we're never going to cover anything up. Nope. Uh, the sheriff is is I, I don't want to say proud, but he he's outspoken saying that if one of our deputies do something wrong, we he will uh, his From the quote time we met he you, will perp walk yeah. at the six o'clock news. Yep. One of our deputies, mm. if, if they do something wrong. From the time we met you, that is what we heard about the St. Landry Sheriff. I mean, we mm-hmm. feel, of course, bad for the, the ladies involved mm-hmm. and the victims. Mm-hmm. And, you know, justice was swift. We uh, we terminated. Mm-hmm. Well, he resigned and he was arrested mm-hmm. uh, on the spot. And uh, we'll let the system take care of itself. It's mm-hmm. also another example of think before you drink. Oh, yes. Uh, mixing your, your medication. Listen, if you're in New Year's and you're drinking a lot and then you're taking, and I'm, I'm not saying this happened, mm-hmm. but if you're taking medicine right. yeah. or something, mm-hmm. and it, or if you drink beyond your, 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 your capability of just uh, being rational, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if you saw the report that he, he followed her, you know, the one that he had, he had grabbed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then his ex-wife was, let me explain this. It's his wife, but they're going through a divorce. divorce. Right, right. So they were saying the ex-wife mm-hmm. on the report, and she intervened. Mm-hmm. So if you're out of control, you need to really step back and look at yourself for how much alcohol you can consume. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what do you – during the interview, I, I'll give you this. During the interview, he had no knowledge of what he did. He didn't understand. He thought he was back at his house. Oh, so wow. if you're drinking to a stupor, yep. you know, uh, and you, you still – hey, house. you have to re- be responsible for your own actions. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're not law enforcement, you know, uh, we'll file the charges on our own people, you know. And um, it's I'm, a sad day for both of them. Worse yeah. for the victims. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Uh, we no no lady should, uh, no one. No one. Yeah, no yeah, one. No yeah one. because, you know, there are a lot of cases that never get discussed where women right. have been aggressive to men, too. Now, it is much more prevalent. Right. Of men being abusive to women. And I know you've been a champion of, of absolutely violence, yes. because so, it um, it will last your whole life. That's right. You know, and not kids, just physical. That's right. Mental. That's right. That's right. And you know, you you're the percentage. You know, you're thinking you're doing a good thing by leaving your kids in that environment, no. and or you can't get out. That's right. Which is 
the majority of the situations, you know, when people, when it pops out of someone's mouth, well, why didn't she just leave? I have to stop myself from being verbally abrasive to that person because I have to remember they don't understand. That's right. When you live that life, you are stuck because they have beat you down emotionally to the ground. And you often don't have the actual resources. You may not have a high school diploma. You may not have any access to bank accounts. That's right. A car. In his name. He might threaten your children. I mean, there are so many things that go on that people do not understand. So think about that deeply. Don't ever say that to somebody because you have no idea what kind of hell it is unless you've lived it. Um, and, you know, the, the thing is, Vern, we go through training after yep. training after training mm-hmm. to stop the predominant aggressor and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, our guy this time was the predominant aggressor. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were out there to protect mm-hmm. uh, the victims. And uh, we're not going to tolerate it, even in our own house. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, hopefully get some help. Because he definitely needs some help, mm-hmm. uh, either alcohol or abuse. Or both. Or both. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, but again, our hearts and prayers go out to our victims, of course. Yes. That uh, no one should be mm-hmm. on the other side of that. Nope. All, All right. right. We'll wrap it up there. Eddie Thibodeau, the deputy chief. I love that you put your title on your shirt. Buddy. Hey, how you like? I had to tell you to remember. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Tell you to remember it. Uh, remember, go to our Crime Stoppers page. We teamed up real quick with probation and parole. We're yes. looking for some uh, three uh, wanted fugitives. Uh, these guys, really quick, they go through, you know, they get arrested. Uh-huh. They get put on probation or parole, uh-huh. and then they violate that. Mm-hmm. So we've held, uh, we've been in contact with Louisiana Probation and Parole. They got three fugitives we're looking for, for they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And uh, just go to our Facebook page and help yeah. them make some cash. Mardi yeah. Gras coming. Mardi Gras coming. Yeah. So uh, need you some, need some bead some money. Away. <laughs> some bead money some for bead that. Money. Hey, uh, I'm not going to ask for your official comment. But I was Uh-oh. blown away by that press uh, situation I read yesterday in Iberia Parish. <laughs> the judge, so this guy, does get into court, and he's wanted for being a felon in possession of a firearm. And I believe the other charge, let's see well, here. Well, he can't be. Gun control doesn't oh. allow that. Oh, he You can't be there. a felon in possession and, of a gun. And he was in court. It's illegal. He was our, it was in court for failure to appear on a warrant for armed robbery, too. So the judge says, take this man into custody. And what did he do? He ran. ran away. He took himself he t- out. He t- I mean, can you imagine how that must have felt unfolding in that courtroom? He took himself just out of custody. Sudden, he just right? said, He's like, gone, gone. So don't forget to look at my story, yeah, at, too. That's right. To check that out. I'm going to try to see if I can highlight probation and parole okay we can do that. those men and women man they work hard they, too they have a lot of people that they're you know and here again you commit a crime they let you on probation and yep. you it's and like a drug go, court violation yeah you know you're going to help yourself to go through drug court but you still violate all the stuff and that's yeah. what i'm saying mental health and yep. also abuse uh you know reach out and get some help uh yeah with without a doubt
Eddie's such a good guy, huh? And he brought us right. breakfast. The world is full of He's nice people. Right. The world full is full disclosure. of nice people. If you can't find one, be one. Ah, there you go. Yeah, how you like that? That's I a great way to end off the segment. To be a nice person. <laughs> right. But these two me? men uh-huh. know me before today. <laughs> and they're like, look, Whatever. wicked witch. Okay. You had some time off. You, I did. You it was great. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So many shenanigans. Oh, yeah. I mean, I parted it up. And see, Brennan, she comes on out Thursday. With my family there, and yeah. friends. There you go. And she Woo. comes on Thursday and Friday, so yep. the real hurricane come out. That's right. Come on, Monday. That's right. Uh, so, uh, real quick, too, uh, people, don't forget, go and check that out, though, right. at the at the Facebook page and the social app. media platforms. And, Star yeah, that's no tips. joke, man. You can make yeah. you some money from Mardi Gras. Do that. And uh, coming up, good. we've got uh, news, but we've got royalty All that will right. be coming into the studio in just a few minutes. That's Uh-oh. cool. You think being the deputy chief is important. We oh. got some queens coming in I'm here. Just, all right. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Got a couple of queens that will be in here that rode Excellent. in uh, the parade representing uh, Louisiana and Pasadena, the Rose wow, Bowl Parade. Wow, how cool is that? Yeah, so we'll get to talk with two queens in just a few minutes. That's cool. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana, Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. From KPEL Newsroom, I'm Herbert Dadley. Senator John Kennedy has decided to not make a run for the governor's office this year. He'll instead stay in Washington. Kennedy's announcement means that we can expect a flurry of political announcements over the next few weeks. Louisiana will choose a new governor in October of this year. Officials with Louisiana DOTD have opened the left lane of the I-10 bridge over the Evangeline Thruway. The lane was opened last night. There's still no word if and when the right lane or the exit lane of the bridge will reopen. Motorists are encouraged to choose an alternate route to avoid congestion. Well, if you're looking to lose weight in the new year, you might want to consider the DASH diet from LSU's Pennington Biomedical Research Center. The weight loss program was ranked high on a U.S. News and World Report list of best diets in the country. Some Acadiana residents are asking police to look into a scam on social media that comes from TikTok. A man reportedly has contacted several Acadiana residents on the app saying he's living in a filthy motel and has suffered a series of tragedies and he needs money. Lafayette police say so far no one has filed a report about the man or the allegations. Nearly 100 Youngsville residents have signed a petition in hopes of blocking a proposed construction of a new gas station at the corner of Fortune Road in Schmemetery. The concerned residents feel the new business will create an uptick in crime and create traffic problems for those who live in nearby neighborhoods. Northside High School has a new principal, Perry Miles, appointed to replace Julia Williams. Miles' first day in the new post was this past Tuesday. You're up to date. I'm Bernadette Lee. Some spectacular weather across Acadiana today. Once again, looking at plenty of sunshine. Going to be nice and sunny all the way through the rest of the day here. Temperatures 
Even with the sunshine, going to be on the mild side. We'll be at about 70 degrees for that high today. Winds are going to come from the northwest at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. So nice and comfortable outside throughout the afternoon. Overnight lows going to be getting down into the mid-40s as we head into tomorrow morning. And another sunny day coming up for Friday. Temperatures going to be a little bit warmer by a few degrees, about 73 degrees in the afternoon. Winds eventually going to be shifting and coming in from the southeast. Does bring in some more moisture, a little bit of warmer weather as well, which we will experience on Saturday before a front comes through on Sunday, bringing some showers out there to end the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Double checking traffic. We've got a crash with injuries northwest of Angelin Thruway between East Willow and Castile. That's northwest of Angelin Thruway between East Willow and Castile. We've got a fender bender from earlier, southeast of Angelin Thruway at East Cully Saloon Road. That's southwest of Angelin Thruway at East Cully Saloon Road. Also, DOTD did open one lane. The left lane is open on the I 10 bridge over the Thruway. Again, the left lane of the I 10 bridge over the Thruway is open. Just make sure that you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there. morning and welcome back into Acadiana's Morning News. Brandon Como here. Bernie will be joining me in just a moment. But right now we are welcomed by royalty here in the KPL studio as we have a couple of queens here in the studio with us. And, you know, they had the opportunity to be able to ride in the Rose Parade in Pasadena. And so we've got uh, Leighton LeBlanc and Emily Lala. Did I say that correctly? There we go. Joining us here in the studio. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. All right. So we got the Scott Boudin Festival Queen, and that is you. Yes, that's me. All right. And we've also got the Crawfish, uh, Burbridge Crawfish Festival Queen as well. So, all right, y'all. So um, talk to us about what happened on Pasadena. Y'all got to ride on the big float in the parade representing Louisiana. How cool was it? Absolutely. Um, We got to get up really early in the morning and Uh do media, not only for local stations there, but local stations here as well. Mm -hmm. And then we had a dress rehearsal that we had to do the day before, which was another early morning. And then the day of the parade came and it all came together and it was all worth the sleepless nights and everything. It was very cold out there, wasn't it? Very, very <laughs> cold. And we were in formal gowns. So yeah. some girls had like fur shawls, but some of us had to rough it out with that one. So. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and in uh, true Louisiana fashion, mm-hmm. we were a little bit late on finishing our float. So yeah. it was kind of a, it was kind of a, a, a run to the finish when it got towards the end. So well, it was, it was really a fun. very unique float too. Yes. Yeah. Tell our listeners that didn't get a chance to see the parade, just kind of how cool the float was. Cause you know, y'all have been a part of parades before y'all were talking to me about, and this was very different 
Um, the the float looked really cool. This wasn't like y'all throwing you know beads and stuff at Mardi Gras. Um, this really was a, a showcase for Louisiana. Right. So it was a steamboat, a classic mm-hmm. steamboat. Okay. Two tiers. We had people on the bottom tier as well as on the top. Mm-hmm. The floats are completely made of nuts, seeds, and flowers. <laughs> Anything organic. They even had um, other floats made of like potatoes and stuff ah. like that. So. Some of the materials that could be found on our float were shaved coconut, mm. flowers, of course, of all different kinds. Mm-hmm. We had um, corn that um, made up like some of like the, the yellow parts yeah. on our float, like the Louisiana, mm-hmm. um, this, like the state, the actual state that was on the float, right. as well as um, cranberries, dried cranberries. So those are just wow. some of the things that you could find on that float. That I would venture to say it was one of the most, if not the most creative float on the route. Oh, yeah, we, we can't be biased, but, like, uh-huh. watching the parade back and just seeing the other floats, like, to me, like, ours just was mm-hmm. true to who we are, and it was, re- it was really beautiful, and it was something to see in person as well. Yeah, I bet. So right now we are joined by uh, Queen uh, uh, Leighton uh, LeBlanc. Uh, that's uh, Leighton LeBlanc with the Burbridge Crawfish Festival, and we've got Queen Emily Lala with the uh, Scott Boudin Festival as well. So, you know, now y'all have made your way back here to Louisiana after getting to represent Louisiana. What's next for y'all? So we actually, both of us, we have D.C. coming up, Washington, oh. D.C., Mardi Gras. So okay. that's Emily's been before. Uh-huh. Have you been before? No, I've never been, so it's going to okay. be my first time. Yeah. I think both, both of our first times, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's going to be really exciting, okay. new experiences for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some tours that are planned, and um, you can talk about what else we have coming up. Okay, and then after Washington, D.C., we do have the Laugh Convention coming up. That's Louisiana Association of Fairs and Festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a convention where festivals all around Louisiana get together, mm-hmm. and we also have workshops that we can attend, as well as meeting other people from the state and making those connections and also networking as well. Wow. And then there is also a Queen's pageant that goes into it, so we all compete against each other wow, for the yeah. title of Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Association of Fairs and Festivals Queen. Wow. Okay, so with all the different, that must, I'm thinking about what, 100 different queens competing? 57 this year. It's been more in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, This year, I would say it's like average. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's it's a lot of girls. Wow. That's kind of like a Miss America pageant with the 50 states. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, So, you know, we appreciate you guys representing us on the national stage and then uh, waking up early with us this morning as well. And um, just talking about the cool experience. I mean, I've ridden in some parades before. Nothing like what y'all got to ride in. Mm-hmm. It is a very fun experience. I right. mean, no doubt about it. So, But y'all got to ride in the grandest of them all. Yeah. My, my favorite part was, um, and I kind of wrote about this on my Facebook, mm-hmm. was um, as we were going through, just like the look of awe on people's faces, yeah. like seeing festival queens, like they like they don't have that in other states. So mm-hmm. it's like really, That's really cool point. to them. Yeah. And they're like, um, my favorite, most favorite part was um, watching them, like I couldn't hear them obviously over the music, but mm-hmm. they would mouth, Crawfish queen? And, like, yes, like, there is a crawfish queen. They're kind of scared of crawfish in California. Uh, Some people are. Well, they're like, oh, are you the lobster queen? Like, when they (laughs) see my crawfish earrings or the Uh the crawfish on my crown, um, and then they'd read the banner, and they're like, oh, crawfish, y'all must be from Louisiana. I can't imagine what they would react to with boudin. A lot of them couldn't pronounce it, (laughs) so I had to kind of let them know, like, what boudin was. And, um, you know, they were very interested in hearing about it because I kind of told them, like, boudin is, like, 
a cousin to sausage, but like not quite. That was like the yeah. best way I can explain it to him. Um, but there were some people from Louisiana who knew what Boudin was. Yeah, and so seeing their faces as well, like, oh, that's the Boudin queen. And yeah. like, you know, hearing their, them take pictures and just seeing their faces light up. Like it was, I was kind of emotional. Like when we went around TV corner, like mm -hmm. I tried to like hold it in because I knew people were taking pictures constantly mm -hmm. and I didn't want like an ugly crying picture to be posted somewhere. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. If I had to make like a holy trinity of uh, Louisiana uh, food, food that represents boudin, crawfish, and gumbo. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That would be like the top three. Of course, you can throw jambalaya in there as well and yeah. such. But no, y'all definitely represent the, the two very unique festivals yeah. here in our state. And I mean, it's one that, and I'm glad you brought up about, um, you know, the festivals. You don't, you have festivals in other areas, but not like we do. Right. And not as many as we have. We have a festival for anything, and that's great. Mm -hmm. it, get, it gives people an excuse to have a great time. Exactly. Absolutely. So, no, that's that's really cool that y'all have the, the, the get-together with all the queens across the state and get to compete. Where is that competition held at? In Baton Rouge. Oh, it's in Baton Rouge. Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. It's at the Crown Plaza Hotel? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very nice out there. All right, cool. All right, well, uh, Queen uh, Leighton LeBlanc and Emily Lala joining us uh, in the studio. Thank you all so much for being great ambassadors for us. Yes, thank, thank you for having you. us. Yeah, thank you. All right, we'll take this quick commercial break. We'll be right back. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. U-Haul says more and more Americans are moving away from states dominated by Democrats to states dominated by Republicans. Now, many might say, what does that have to do with politics? What does that have to do with why people decide to pack up all their belongings, hire movers, rent their own moving trucks, strike out on a multiple-day journey, start a new life in a different state with different traditions, customs, and climate? Actually, politics has a lot to do with it. States with no income tax have more gun rights, local control of education. Those are the states that are growing, and the data says it's freedom. More Americans are voting with their feet today than ever before and taking a giant step forward in their lives. People are moving where they think they're more likely to be able to pursue their happiness every single day. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. From 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. So how cool was that, Bernie, getting to meet the two queens from the Brobridge Crossroads yeah. Festival and the Scott Boudin Festival? So, super sweet ladies. Yeah. And um, just, you know, the both of them sharing that experience that, mm -hmm. you know, they're riding on the Louisiana float yeah. and... Just how people were just so kind and, uh, yeah. you know, the two lovely ambassadors for our area. Absolutely. Awesome. And, and helping to educate people on some of the food that we eat and the unique yeah. food that we have here, whether it's boudin or like I was joking with them, you know, during the segment, there are some California people that are a little scared of crawfish. I know. <laughs> I mean, look, if you think, put yourself in their mindset and you're looking <laughs> and seeing the creature looking at you with eyes, but you're going to eat like, that. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank no. God we're from Louisiana, I'm, huh? Oh, thank goodness. The food. <laughs> I'm reminded every time I go out of the state, oh, when yeah. we have food. It's like, it's not just like a cliche saying. It's really just not as good. It's not, and poor everybody else. I know. <laughs> I feel so bad for other people. Oh, yeah. They don't know all the cool secrets that we know, and yeah. you know I'm not a good cook. Mm. But I mean, dude, mm. even I know a few tricks. Yeah, there you that, go. That you know, other people don't know. Yeah, I remember the first meal I ever had in England. Uh huh. Ooh. Yeah, pretty much. Bland city. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bland and, is a nice way to put well, it. Well, I yeah. picked for my first meal bangers and mash. Uh -huh. Okay, this was years ago. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, what's well, gonna have some taste? Uh -huh. The sausage is gonna have a little flavor. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, nope. Uh, yeah, that's why you got to bring Tonys with you when you go abroad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it helps with just about everything. All right, so to, it's time now for some Cartridge Road trivia. All right. We've only got one main trivia question I want to ask Ooh, you this morning, Bernie. I'm a flunk. Okay, um, Bernie. All right, so Cartridge Road, yes. our friends, uh, cartridgeroadusa.com. Uh, check them out. They're right here in Lafayette. They want to help you with all your printing needs. Um, all right, so your question for the day. Yes. All right. The password is. <laughs> How many states have more cows than people? Oh, what an interesting question. Okay. okay. Multiple choice. Okay. Seven, nine, 11, or 13? Ooh. Um, more cows than people. More cows. And and because we've been in the parade talking this morning, yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. got me thinking of the cattle festival. Right, right, right. Which is the very first uh, parade that I rode in. Right, right. And yeah. then, so now it brings me to this very this unique question. question. Okay. Seven, Seven nine, nine, 11, 11 or, 13. or 13. I'm going to go with nine. Come on. You got it, Bernie. Oh, so lucky. Nine that was a pure states. luck. Kinda yes. All have right. more cows than people, huh? Uh, That's the, so cool. Some of these won't surprise you. Idaho. Okay. Iowa. Uh-huh. Kansas, okay. Montana, yes. Nebraska, yes. North Dakota, okay. Oklahoma, uh-huh. South Dakota, and Wyoming. Wow. South Dakota has the biggest disparity with four and a half cows for every person. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good eating right there. Definitely so. <laughs> All right, Bernie, well, welcome back. Glad to Thanks. have you back. And then Can tomorrow we get to do a big Friday show to Woo. end off the week. All right, so let's try. I mean, you know, because we're all human. Uh-huh. All right, so until we get to have a chance to speak with one another again, can we try to love one another? Amen. Okay, I press this. I'm Elizabeth <laughs> McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. There are signs the job market is holding up, though it's an indication the Federal Reserve has more work to do to slow the economy and reduce inflation. Fewer people were filing for unemployment benefits for the first time last week. The number of new claims declined by 19,000 to 204,000. And continuing claims, those still receiving unemployment benefits, came in below the forecast, 1.69 million. Also, payroll processing ADP is reporting more job growth than expected from private employers last month. There were 235,000 new jobs reported by ADP. Amazon is cutting 18,000 corporate jobs, more than original estimates, as it deals with uncertainty about the economy. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. President Trump has announced, and Ron DeSantis is rising fast. Who do you support for 2024? Newsmax wants to know what you think. Vote in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. It takes just seconds. Text RESPOND to 39747. Let your voice be heard and watch Newsmax today. Ten rolls for automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply.